Hey everybody, welcome to Payne Auto Talk. I am Chris Marshall of the Payne Street Team, brought to you by Payne Auto Group Valleywide and PayneAutoGroup.com, where we have what you want, locate to get as regardless. Today on Payne Auto Talk, we have with us Mr. Raul Gomez of Payne Westlaco Ford. He is the general manager. Welcome to the show, Raul. Thanks, Chris, and thanks for uh, having me. No problem, no problem. We carved out some time, and we've got you here for just a little bit. And uh, we can go ahead and jump right in. You're the general manager. You're the honcho here, the big <laughs> cheese for this store. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, uh, proud to be here, pay, part of the Paint Auto Group family, and uh, enjoying my job more than I've ever have in these last uh, couple of years. And honestly, I've had a you know the privilege of being here, part of this uh, auto group, and having a great team around me, and, uh, great support staff from managers to our frontline employees, uh, service parts everywhere. So, uh, like I said, it's a great place to be right now. Yeah, we're on the uh, see the the easternmost end of the mothership here, at uh, the Payne Auto Mall, and uh, the I hate to say the old Ford store that used to be on the south side of the expressway, just down the way, and and now we're all together here, the big three. Yes, sir. I was actually here in '15 when we opened this new building. I was oh, here for right. the uh, yeah inauguration. So, you know, it's you know awesome to be here, part of that. And uh, this used to be the old Wesco. You know, remember old Wesco Motors? Yeah, this yeah. was old Wesco Motors, and uh, I was I, I was a finance director here actually back in 2012 in that old building. Uh, That's right. But uh, you know that building, uh, you know, uh, got. Uh, Obviously built a new Chevy down the down the mall, and mm-hmm. then this one here got renovated, and now it's a new Ford uh, dealership, and it's a beautiful store. Did a great job, and you know, it's since uh, 2015 this way, it's been six years, and it still looks like brand new. Really does so. Yeah, it it's is a great. A, it's a great facility. It really is. Yeah, the uh, the maintenance bays awesome. alone. Yeah, that's. I, I was freaking out. That was they're, so they're our huge. service drive. Our service drive is real neat. How it just it's in the middle of the building. You drive through. Uh, there's always like a good crisp or a warm wind sometimes, but it's it's always got a wind going through there. So it seems like it, you know it's it's you're not you know it's as humid and it's not quite as hot in our service department as far as the service drive and all the techs. All the techs have a good environment there always. Yeah, we're we're subtropical down here on the border, but uh, yeah, it is it is nice uh, not to roast. <laughs> yeah, no, so, that's for sure. So uh, hats off to the folks who built the facility. We really do appreciate that, uh, especially the techs. They uh, they really appreciate that as, oh, yeah. as as well. So you've been with the company now since fifteen, but uh, you've been around some other places. I know sometimes in the automotive uh, industry, it's a revolving door. And uh, Paint Auto Group so big that sometimes I see people at different stores. They're still in the Paint Auto Group family, but they go elsewhere, and they always they always tend to bounce bounce on back. Yeah, you know, I've been in this business for twenty years now, and uh, worked my way up from uh, sauce consultant when I was twenty one years old, and uh, did some finance for a while, and I was a finance director at twenty four years old, and uh, did finance uh, for about uh, eight to ten years. Wow! Um, I was the uh, a GM at thirty three years old, so I started young, and you know, uh, you know, worked hard for you know what I have, and. Um, get into the business. I, I fell in love with the business. I think uh, most of us in the business that have been doing it for so long, it it becomes part of you, you know. And I think it's just it becomes part of it's just in your blood. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I was part of the Pinar Group as a finance director, as a GSM, and now as a general manager. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, been now Ford for about six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, from fifteen this, we've been working with the Ford. Ford end of it, or as far as, far as the manufacturer, and uh, you know, very proud to work with Ford or Ford, you know. Um, presenting forward i guess because we you know we're, we represent the manufacturer and that's who we that's what we do we should have pride in what we do and where we're at so i can tell you i'm proud of two things then and you know part of being part of the Auto group and uh number one and part two is you know working for a great company like ford and representing them and their products and what they're about so 
anyhow, no, it's, it's great to be here and uh, very excited with the direction Ford's going. Uh, Ford's doing a lot of good things, and, uh, you know, they seem to be, um, you know, I'm sure the, the other GMs in our group are going to hate me for saying this, but Ford seems to be a leader, you know. It seems to be the leader in innovation, and uh, whatever Ford does, the rest will follow. Um, well, they were the first ones with the tailgate, so <laughs> so thank you, Henry Ford, for Isn't that. Isn't that crazy, the tailgate race? Oh, man. It's a tailgate, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, and and everybody's changing. It, things are changing, but still, you know, being in Texas, people still have to have a truck. Of course. So I know uh, what's the old uh, tagline? It goes, uh, Ford F Series number one since 1977. Yeah. You know, and I've used that live too. I mean, yeah. Well, this year will be uh, 45, 45 years in a row if uh, if wow. we you know continue the leaderboard and and honestly we are uh, leading the leader uh, uh, leaderboard as far as truck sales. Um, not quite in the bag yet. You know, it's been a closer, closer race. Uh, Rams done a great job with their product. I'll be honest. And, um, you know, uh, I started back at Dodge back in 2001 as a sales consultant and they've come a long, long ways. Also great product, uh, GMC and Chevy, you know, new redesign and also great product. So, you know, having, being part of this Automall, you know, we have mm-hmm. Ford here, Dodge next door, Ram, uh, of course, Chrysler Jeep. And then you got the GMC and Chevy, so you know the Auto Mall is just the place to buy a truck. Period. You know. Yeah, it's a one stop uh, shop. I'm a plug here. in there for all your other GMs. Just, you know. <laughs> hey, no, but honestly, it is. It is a great advantage and opportunity for our consumers to come in and say, you know what, uh, I really do like that Ford, but you don't heard that Ram. Heard some good things about it. Heard you know it's changed and. My guy, you know, I tell him that it is what it is. You know, first thing is a customer, honestly. So customers are needs and wants are first for us, and uh, we want to make sure they have a good experience. And so, you know, my guys uh, here at the Automall, our sales consultants have an open lot. Um, so all that being said, I tell my guys, look, if they're in between, get them in a, you know, jump in the Ford, drive over to Ram, drive over to Chevy, GMC, uh, open up the doors, have them drive them both, and they, they can decide yeah, for themselves. It's, and the it's, salesman, yeah, yeah, you're basically taking the Pepsi challenge right there. Exactly. It's like you know, make you know, choose. You yeah. Know. So the so the salesman, you know, also you know, it's the same sales consultant. So you're not passing to the customer around. So mm-hmm. their experience and their um, convenience to the customers there, which is most important. So the customer chooses exactly what they want. If, uh, like I said, like the, our Loquetuquieres, you know. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so as far as the trucks, you know, Loquetuquieres, we have it here at uh, the Pain Auto Mall. So anyhow, uh, once they decide on that vehicle, it is what it is, uh, you know. But, um, you know, Ford, uh, I know Ford F-150s have been the leader for a while and for a reason. So uh, Ford F-150s have just become, you know, so advanced in technology. It's not even funny. Um, you know, the new 2021 just came out. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, back in 15 when that new model, model came out, and then 18 refresh. And then there's something else new and something more as far as technology. And it's like, man, these trucks now, they're just about to, you know, they can almost drive themselves. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I, I drove a Suburban for a while, and I'm now in the Expedition. And I always talk about the, you know, I get dang good mileage with it, yeah. you know, for a full-size SUV yep. with a V6. So that kind of shows you how... Things are changing. I know Dodge had their with the Blue Tech. I always say Dodge. It's Ram now. <laughs> yeah, it's Ram. That shows, right. that shows you how old I am. But uh, they have the uh, Blue Tech diesel, like a V6 diesel. And Ford, they have a V6 diesel. 3.0 power boost also available yeah. in the 50s. So, yeah, power boost. And, and the Eco Boost is, right. the, is the gas burner. And yeah. so the new one now is going to be the uh, – we have the hybrid now. Uh, yeah. The hybrid engine. So um, – so, so there was the, there was the that's the power boost the three point five high mm-hmm. you know power boost the three point was a power stroke actually is a diesel still um, okay. so three power stroke is uh, an option but what's really um, doing well and, and really taking off is this new power boost um, you know right before this you know we started this this uh, talk here at this uh, talking here with you I mm-hmm. walked through the showroom and 
one of my customers that came for their third Ford uh, just in this last couple of months. Uh, it's a family, brothers of four. Mm-hmm. One brother gets one, the other brother had to get one, so the third brother came and got his. That's uh, that's authentic <laughs> brand loyalty yeah. right there. So the second brother came and uh, pick up uh, the trade or drop off the trade for their little brother. And the day we talked, I said, hey, how's your power boost? Man, 25, 26 miles per gallon on a half-ton FX4 Platinum F-150. Um, I think that's that's huge, you know, 24, 25, 26 miles per gallon. And he says, and that's just highway. So in a hybrid, hybrid systems actually made um, or built to ha- make better miles in city, which is crazy. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, actually in the city I'm doing 26. Like, holy cow. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, you know, he's very, very happy with that truck. He's using 26. it for, yeah, he works um, out in the construction, so he's uh, pulling tra- uh, trailers and loading it up, and he says he's very excited and very happy with his power boost. And then, obviously, the power boost now because of the hybrid technology, you have, um, you know, basically a generator. You do. Yeah. So you can plug up to, I think, three or four items back there up to 210 watts. Wow. So basically, he's, you know, you have a shop running on four wheels. <laughs> I was about to so, say, you run your, your compressor mm-hmm. and uh, the big stereo, the boom box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, back in the freeze here about a few months ago, back in, uh, in uh, was it February? Yeah. yeah, that yeah February our and, polar uh, vortex. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. Um, so, you know, there's people that actually had these power boost vehicles and they were able to use them as generators you know um you know leave the leave the truck outside or and you know juice up your you know whatever was necessary the most important uh first probably most people do are generators uh um and then after that you got your you know uh what do you call them your appliances still that are most necessary so and it you know it came to save the day it saved the day for sure um so anyhow ford f-150s man they've done a really good job i'm very proud to to be driving one and, and be selling them and um, you know, uh, there's a lot of lineup changes coming up still. Yeah, uh, there's. Ford. Yeah, you mentioned some. Stu- there's some stuff yeah. on the horizon. There's a lot of excitement. Wild. Definitely a lot of excitement for them. I tell my guys, man, we should be, we should be feel blessed, and, and we were lucky to be part of a great product and a great brand, and um, and doing it all together, how we do it, and having fun at the same time, mm-hmm. and being a family, because uh, you know I believe in culture. Now, um, you know, here at this dealership, I. I try to create a family environment where we're all having fun. And, you know, I tell the guys, I don't want you guys to come to work because you have to come to work. I want you guys to come to work because you want to come to work. I think it's important in any uh, uh, point in life, but especially when you, you know, where you put 12 hours a day in, you better want to be there, you know. Uh, I tell the guys, you know, if you wake up and you had to get out of bed and you had to get here, man, uh, it's not for you. I want you to want to get out of bed. I want you to drive over here and be a part of this. So uh, if you have that want, that drive, that fire, this is a, you know, it could do, you can do very well here. Um, you know. Yeah, y'all are a fun bunch. I tell you what. You know, what, we I, like to have fun. You know, yeah. like, I tell my guys, we, we have a good time. Like I said, we, you know, we're here two hours a day. Um, so if we're going to be here, let's have some fun, you know, to keep it professional. Uh, oh, yeah. We do have, we, you know, we pay some jokes and on each other, some practical jokes. And, uh, you know, we, we try to enjoy our time here. And then, uh, honestly, our customers, we try to get to know our customers really, very well. And, and uh, I'm big on, on building relationships, um, you know, uh, whether it be with our employees or now, especially with our customers. Uh, I think it's the most important, you know, um, being doing this for 20 years, I felt that, I found that um, people are always going to be loyal to a brand, maybe to a yeah. company, but they're most loyal to a person. So I feel like if you do a good job as a person. Oh, um, yeah. Word, know, of, word of mouth <clears throat> is still the best uh, form of advertising i've i've learned that for sure and so i tell my guys look when you guys are you're talking to our customers obviously welcome them smile always be you know from handshake um or fist pump right now yeah no joke. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day it's like you know pay attention listen to your customers 
Um, I told him, if you hear them, great. That means you have ears and they work, so you're hearing them. But don't just hear them, listen. If you truly listen to your customers, and they'll they'll kind of guide you in the ways of what they're looking for and what they're, um, you know, what you know what exactly they need and their wants are. And uh, I think it's easier to land them, obviously, in the right unit. And uh, and then after that, obviously, it's a matter of, <clears throat> honestly, selling the car. Yeah, you know, you got to know the product and do your walk around and all that good stuff. And But I said, man, when you're doing the walk around, get off the car, get off the numbers. Um, end of the day, you know, we're just people. Yeah. So, you know, I'd always go in the meetings and I'll have guys, about 20 guys looking at me and, you know, walking around the room. And I said, what do you what do you do for a living? You know, they're like, well, sales and sales. I do sales, sales, sales. And I said, well, let me ask you all a question. You know, who do you sell cars to? And like, well, people. Well, exactly. We're in the people. We're in the people business. Yeah. We happen to sell a product, and it happens to be uh, automobiles. And what a product to sell, you know, because everybody needs a, a car, a truck to get around, and it's a necessity. But not only that, though, it's it's the great product because you get to drive it. You know, you yeah, get to feel it, and you know the all the part. buttons, and it has all technology. So there's so much to go over. Um, so like I told the guys, first of all, first off, yes, we had, we're going to sell a vehicle. Um, but first, sell yourself, you know, get to know the customers. So, you know, why paying Auto Group is the place to buy the car. And uh, again, sit down, relax, take a, you know, take a deep breath and just talk. Just talk to your customers. Just get to know each other. Like, what are you into? You know, is it, is it hunting? Is it the Cowboys? You know, uh, whatever it might be, oh, and you'll boy. find, you'll find out that, you know, you know, there's a lot of relationships to be built, honestly. And so once you build that relationship and then you, you, you know, you have that, you know, better communication you kind of understand each other a little bit better and i feel that's how the deals are put together easier better and they're done with trust and that's the most important thing you know that we can trust each other as far as consumer to um you know our employees and then obviously even to our service department um so it's something i really push on hard is you know just make it keep it simple and honestly the business is great you know and yeah it's you know like i tell people you know these are automobiles these these aren't candy bars it's almost the same thing you know and everybody wants a sweet deal (laughs) <laughs> and um well let me ask you chris what's a good deal well, what's a great deal to you a great deal to me oh wow the interview has changed um <laughs> we flipped the script a good deal to me is where i'm not just getting what i want but i'm probably getting a little bit more than what i bargained for in a positive light <laughs> but how do you know you get a great deal so this is the thing I tell my guys, and uh, it's the same thing in training. I said, guys, what's a great deal? And they're all like, well, it's when the, you know, this happens, that happens. And But they're talking more about transactional. And it's mm-hmm. not transactional. A great deal is transitional. So I said, it's a feeling. A great deal is a feeling. If, and, and that feeling is something that, like you just said, you know, it's it, when you feel this, you feel it's a feeling. It really is. So a great deal to everybody is different. And at the end of the day, is our end goal is to make sure everybody feels that we, we earn their business the right way. We're transparent in the process. We earn their trust. And that, that to me, they, they feel like they got a great deal no matter what. Yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and that's one thing. I know people, they, they think about buyer's remorse and uh, when they're, if they buy a product and they go, well, I... I like it. It's okay. But, you know, I'm having an issue with A, B, or C. And that's, you know, they, that reluctance to yeah. talk about it or, yeah, I, I'm not sure about this guy over here. I'm not sure about what I got. And I hear people, they, they do that when they buy a product, you know, elsewhere. And I, you know. Right. So that's why I told you guys, take, slow down, 
Take mm-hmm. your time. Listen to the customers, you know, exactly what it is they're looking for and their wants. And you find the right product that fits their needs, first of all. And then, like I said, do the, do the rest of the process as far as getting to know your customers and building that relationship. And I think you'll find that uh, you'll have that great deal feeling every single time. And then you have less of that buyer's remorse, you know. But if you do your job correctly, that's what yeah. I, push, I push hard on. And I've been doing this for a long time. And I've learned that, like I said, uh, you have to earn your customer's trust and and uh, take it to the next level, you know, and, and not just be about, you know, today. And, you know, you got to be about today, the customer's tomorrow, the customer's next week, the customer's within the year and have issues, problems, concerns. I said, you know, the deal's never done. Yeah. You know, people, it's, you know, it's like, well, you know, sold the car and we're done. Uh, no, we're not. I, I worked at a guitar shop and it was like that. And even though I didn't own it, you know, I know what it, I know what it felt like mm-hmm. to walk into a music store, you know, and you see that you know, custom, you know, the USA custom Fender Stratocaster. And you're like, I want that. But, you know, when you're, you can save up your birthday money or if it's a gift from your folks, it's like, okay, um, let's, let's get more down to earth. And I, I did that with, with my customers, you know, they'd come in, Hey, I want a guitar. Okay. Um, what, what style of music you're playing? Are you learning? You're be, yeah, you know, a beginner. Yeah, yeah. All that kind of stuff. And then, you know, if it was a, a seasoned uh, player, but they just wanted something else. I'm like, well, you know, instead of, you know, you can, why just buy the guitar when you can get, uh, you know, not a lesser guitar, but let's say something a little further down the tier, right. you know, and get an amp at the same time. Yeah. Be honest. And, yeah. So and when you have that honesty, you build, it's yeah. like being transparent, you, you build trust. And that's why I go, that's exactly the point, you know? So to tell the guys, you know, Hey guys, uh, or somebody come to me, Hey boss, uh, you know, this car I found has this and has that, what do I do? We'll tell the customer exactly what you found and we'll fix it. You know what I mean? But be upfront with it. And uh, I think it's the best way to do it. You know what I mean? So, you know, just like you said, if there's uh, something better that you know is better, tell the mm-hmm. customer, you know, let's be upfront. It's, it's say, you know, like you had the opportunity to buy uh, something lesser, better quality and get an app for free, for example, or some kind of a better deal. Um, let's make sure that we, our customers are aware of that also. And if a customer is like, you know, uh, pretty much even set on something, but you know there's something better, mm-hmm. let them know. You know, make make sure that they're aware and, and they'll appreciate that more. And, uh, you know, I've had a, a lot of customers that, uh, you know, uh, you know, honestly, I just, I, you just be front, up front. You, I was honest with them and they ended up doing, you know, what, what they feel was best for them. Um, yeah. Ivan, they knew the options, you know what I'm saying? So, and Ivan Nava touched on that too. Yeah. He says, you know, if you, even if you don't know the answer, find out together, don't, right. don't BS them. You know, but like you mentioned something earlier. You said you ask questions. What are you kind yeah. of music into? That's yeah. what it's all about, man. That's what's called relationship building and get to know your customer. And that's very, very important. So um, I believe in this business. You want to do do it for a long time and be mm-hmm. successful for a long time. You have to um, build that that relationship again back to the customer and, you know, having that trust factor. And they're going to follow you no matter where you're at. You know, I've been here for 20 years and I've had a lot of great, great, great customers I've met and I've become very good friends. And honestly, some like family, you know, I have customers that come from all over the valley come have lunch with me from time to time just catch up and and uh it's it, it feels good you know i did some dove hunting some of our customers that all became, right they became a really good customer of mine that were at one point uh you know it had a little issue with uh one yeah. of the departments so i got involved and uh you know we we, we fixed it and yeah we're uh, humans we, too yeah, yeah we're humans too so it is good you know we took it you know i took over and we uh took resolved it but then yeah. i talk in tell his customer we now we end up like being best friends and now we're honestly almost pretty much like family which is uh, what I'm honored mostly of you know, part of being part of this business is, you know, I get to build so many dang awesome relationships. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very, very blessed uh, to have all the friends and family and 
um, you know, customers that, you know, we don't, we call them customers. I call them friends, you know, cause mm-hmm. honestly at the end of the day, we, we, we become friends. We, you know, we earned, uh, I've earned their trust. And, um, I think that's uh, something that's really important, like I said, and I tell my guys, I try to train on that and it's hard to train on, but my guys get it. They get it cause you know, yeah. they see it and they feel it and they're like, man, boss, uh, these customers are, they came all this way to see you or they drove this far or they're, they're dri- they're driving this now, driving that. They're not buying a car anymore. You know, they're buying me. They're buying. They're buying. They're buying Raúl Gómez. You know, the the service. You know, and so I think that's very important. So I can tell the guys if you do it right. You know, uh, if you do. If you want to do this for a long time. That's how you get. That's how you get to get it done and become more. Uh, I guess consistent is you know doing business the right way and again um, putting customers first and that's what we harp on here at Payne Wesco Ford and the Payne Auto Group. You know, as a whole. Um, so it is um, a great business. Like I said, I'm proud to be uh, a sales consultant. You know, sales consultant, finance, and now a GM. Yeah, you've and, you've you've been you've been through most of most of the doors. You know. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's really important um, to know. It's like you, it's cross training. Yeah, it's basically so cross training. I've, I've always felt to you know, right now as a GM, I don't forget what it was to be out there as a sales consultant. Uh, mm-hmm. The stress, anxiety. Um, you know, I don't ever forget those first days on the job. Oh man! So I can only all imagine. that being said, you know, I can I can I can kind of feel my guys and what they're going through, and I, I think it makes me a better manager and a better leader. You know, and uh, what was you know loved what Bud Payne would say back in 2012. He would say, "Don't forget to lead with a servant's heart." You know, and, yeah. and I love that saying. So that being said, uh, I was like, you know, I understood in a way. I was like, man, what is you know what is what is it exactly servant's heart? So. I actually started looking into it and I read in, into uh, servant leadership, you know, uh, having empathy, um, basically putting yourself, um, you know, putting your people first, you know, yeah. and I think it's important. Um, you know, I believe, you know, if you put your, if you want to get to where you want to get to, you have to hit everybody else to where they want to be also or first. Um, so doing sales now, uh, when I started at 21 years old, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was going to be a, you know, I'm going to do it for now and, get back to college and you know uh i was gonna be an engineer and oh really <clears throat> that's why i came I, so i moved here from washington state so wow that's... yeah and i was 21 years old so uh, i was uh most of my life uh, i was ra- i was born in monterrey Nuevo León. so i'm from uh you know roots in mexico so uh i can go back to my whole story i was born in monterrey Nuevo León. <laughs> I was, you know so uh, back in uh you know um, when i was about three four years old we moved to washington state so state of washington was my home for about 18 20 years and so I went to uh, all my school. And, yeah, it's uh, different so up there. Like, yeah. I've visited. Oh, yeah. oh, man, it's different. So I grew up on the east side, uh, more close to Spokane, Washington, and oh, grew wow. up on a farm, and potato farm. Of it, you know, Idaho's known for potatoes, but the mm-hmm. second biggest grower is Washington. And uh, my dad ran a farm of about 3,500 acres. So wow. he had a, a lot of, uh, yeah, he had a big crew. And so I think a lot of my ways of leading, uh, I've learned from my dad. I was about um, to say, yeah. with, with 3,500 acres, um, <laughs> how many how many people per acre working? Yeah. That's Yeah, I was about to say managerial stuff sounds, uh, yeah. it's in the blood. So, you know, I listen to his phone calls at night, and, you know, you're talking about he'd drive about 55, 60,000, maybe 65,000 miles a year. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he had a company vehicle, obviously, and up and down. So he, you know, from where we lived, uh, he had to cover 60, 70, 80 miles north of him and another 80 miles south of him, and then a radius of or a circumference of that. So end of the day, um, without knowing it, being around my dad, actually, I was learning to become who I am today, you know, which is important, you know, lead by example. And, and that's what I've learned. Um, yeah, and our, I didn't our folks realize. shape us. Yeah. And so talking about lead, uh, servant leadership, when I started reading the books of servant leadership, I was like, man, my dad's a servant leader uh, without even knowing. And he doesn't know what that is, but uh, he it's something that uh, I believe leadership is something you learn. It's something yeah. that's a skill. A lot of people are like, you know, you're, so you, you know, people are natural born leaders, but I believe that 
you know, in a way, um, could be a little bit like, you know, of a, how you put it, of a talent. But I think most of it is something you experience. It's something that's, um, you know, you've learned to grow with and um, you probably learned from examples that you didn't realize. But servant leadership or leadership in general, good leadership, is something that's a skill that's learned with time. So, um, you know, uh, when I moved down here to be, uh, I was, came down here to Texas when I was 21. Like I said, I come from Washington State. Grew up on a farm, you know, driving tractor when I was 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 yep, years old. been there. Uh, I used to rodeo. I was a team roper for about two years. You did yeah. rodeo? Yeah, yeah. I grew up, grew up in the country and a uh, great family that uh, we grew up with over there are, are like our second family. And, um, you know, they, uh, you know, we just recently visited one of them in, in Mason, Texas. She moved down here. Now. Yeah, uh, yeah, by Bandera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was out there. Uh, we were out there in August visiting her. And anyhow, so I had the the uh, pleasure, honor of me having these families that uh, became our second family to us. And uh, so one of them, uh, my buddy, Jared Cox, he is one of uh, my best friends. We grew up in the country, man. What do you do? You know, you go, we roll trucks, we broke stuff and got in trouble and, you know, yep. and do it again the next day. <laughs> yeah. That was just one day. Uh, so it was, you know, the same thing over and over, you know. So uh, one day where he used to rope and his, his dad, Steve, uh, you know, he's like, hey, so what do you do? They call me Little Gus back home. My name is Raul Gustavo. Uh, Gus is short for uh, for Gustavo. So they call me Gus or Little Gus because my dad was Gus. And uh, he was actually my dad's boss also at one point. So anyways, I'm Little Gus. So back to them. So, hey, Little Gus. So, hey, you want to try this out? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, grab a rope. So got a rope and got a dummy and started, you know, practicing on the rope and, and uh, trying to, you know, become his <laughs> team roper uh, heading. And then uh, two days later, he's like, all right, we'll get on a horse. I'm like, uh, serious? Like, yeah, go ahead and jump on that horse and see what you got. So I remember the horse, uh, the horse's name was Whitefish and a uh, well-trained horse. I get on there and man, uh, after once or twice, you know, a couple of runs, I, it just, I loved it. I had a great, you know, I had, it was, it was fun to, fun to learn and stuff. So I grew up, uh, like I said, with a, uh, did team roping for about two years. And then I had to choose between team roping and football because it was a, it was a fall. It was a fall sport, so uh, so I did high school rodeo one year, and then and, you know peer pressure and my buddies, and I was a uh, I love football too. So I, I was chose, about to say, yeah, you're you're, you're a manager and you didn't know it, and you're a cowboy and you didn't know it, <laughs> and uh, you're a football player and yeah. didn't know it. So Washington State, a small little town where I grew up, you know, everybody knows everybody. Um, you know, graduating class was literally thirty seven students. Are so, you 37? <laughs> yeah, so a small, small community, a uh, farming community, and uh, great because you get to know everybody and know everybody bad because you can't get away with anything. Yeah. You can't get away with nothing because everybody knows you. Mm-hmm. Something happened here, and you drive into town, and everybody already knew, you know, and that's before cell phones. Um, but, no uh, <laughs> yeah. No, so basically, uh, um, you know, living in the, out in the country uh, taught me a lot of things, too, as far as work ethic and, you know, uh, everything you, you want, you got to earn. And, um, you know, it's it's something that's uh, like – to me, it's 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 a blessing, you know. Um, I'm very thankful because uh, I've learned to value everything I have, and always be thankful for everything, and and just know that everything's a blessing every single day. Um, but uh, yeah, so roping and football, and football is also, uh, you know, I'm still short. <laughs> uh, didn't hey, get that, you know, they get that growth spurt. And but anyways, uh, I was the shortest linebacker in the state of, uh, of Washington in our division, or in uh, you know. Uh, I won't forget, you know, I was uh, I led the team in tackles. I was defensive captain, uh, led in fumble recoveries, and I was also starting running back. So it was like running oh back and, and a strong a strong side linebacker. So, I mean, it was, uh, you know, people were like, man, who's that little guy? You know, the guy, you know, I remember watching coaches and laughing like, oh, we're going to run to his side. Now strong side. So that's the strong, that's the side, the side of the line you're going to run to anyways. And I would stop him, stop him. Next thing you know, they're running to the weak side where you have one less blocker. <laughs> and guess who's there? Number three. You know, I was all over the place. And uh, they call me. 
Superman because I was literally, I'm like, you know, I probably weighed like 145 pounds and five foot five, five foot six on a good day. And uh, I was literally just flying through the air all the time, just trying to <laughs> tackle people. And, um, but, you know, I had a great time. And uh, uh, going back to that, it's, it's also discipline, you know, going, you know, play, you know, playing sports. So anyhow, I chose football and I got out of the rodeo, but I still watch rodeo. I, I was still watching NFR. I got to meet some uh, great ropers and um, Bob Hurley. And Alan Bach, uh, they were team rope, uh, team roping champions in NFR um, years before I got to meet them and heard some of the great rodeo stories. And man, oh, there's man. some good ones. There's some good ones out there, man. But uh, anyhow, uh, very blessed to have the opportunity to to do rodeo and do what I did and, and grow up in the, the environment I grew up in as far as the little town and all the good stuff. Uh, so, no, I uh, moved to Texas. Uh, you know, uh, I remember coming in one summer. I was like 12, 13 years old. So we're from Mexico, our, our roots. And we used to, you know, visit every winter. We came in the summer. Oh, man. Oh, my Lord. So we're sitting at HEB, and my mom, you know, doing her mom thing. And we're sitting in the truck in the 100-degree weather, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> it felt yeah. like 120. <clears throat> but remember, we're uh <laughs> We're subtropical. Dude. And it's, it's, it's humid. <clears throat> so we're waiting, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, man, I never, I would never live in Texas, you know? And uh, that was <laughs> wrong. So 20 years later, <laughs> wrong. Here I am, you know. But you know, I grew. Uh, I came to Texas, and I learned to love, really loved, you know, the the valley. And you know, I felt I feel very comfortable. And I guess sometimes we forget where we're at, where we're at here in the valley. To be honest, uh, some of my reps that work up north, they come down like, man, the people here are so nice. And 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 you know, it's just it's just always a great environment down here. And you know, then I go back home and. Great environment up there too, but it it, it is different. You know, it really mm-hmm. feels like more homey down here. So, um, that more like I feel like it's a really deep family atmosphere down here, and uh, a lot of people say hi and all that good stuff. And uh, so the valley is, you know, the RGV is a great place. And so, um, moved in, when I moved here in twenty one, like I said, I was like, you know, I can't believe I'm here <laughs> in Texas where I said it's, I would never live. But you know, I got into the car sales and I was twenty one. Uh, I was coming to college and uh, I missed my semester by about about four or five days. I couldn't mm-hmm. get in, so. I remember, uh, you know, I uh, was looking for a job, and I ran into uh, Robert Aldretti. Oh, uh, man. Robert Aldretti here at the Paint oh, Group. Yeah. So uh, he was pre- previously was at a different Dodge store, and we walked in, <laughs> and I'm this 21-year-old, you know, kid, and uh, he gave me a chance. You know, he still won't let me forget it. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's here part of the Paint Auto Group, and he's been part of the Paint Auto, you know, Paint family for a long time, and he's here from what's ago, so... Uh, got to work with him. He trained me. Um, you know, I thought he was built with the uh, buildings. <laughs> yeah, not, you, not, you would think so. Yeah. You would think so. And so Robert Andretti, uh, he taught me the the ropes, which uh, I, I always joke about, about it. I was like, I'm not sure it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I learned the. I went through the the. You know, um, he gave me a chance. You know, he gave me a chance to come in and do something I've never done before, from farming to selling cars. You know, now, I've always loved cars, though. You know, my dad and I on Sundays or we're driving around town in, in uh, the smallest, uh, small town, no dealership, but about 25 miles away was Moses Lake, Washington. And we'd be farming and stuff. And, you know, you can't just sit there and watch the plants grow. So yeah. when it was slow time, we'd go run, you know, we'd go run around some car dealerships and kick some tires. And we just always loved cars. You know, we always had a, these little, what do you call them, those magazines with the cars in there for oh, sale yeah, and like stuff. Oh, yeah, like hot so, rods. Yeah. Oh, oh, you no, mean no, um, like, um, auto trader. Like auto traders. Auto-trader, yeah, back yeah. in the day. And, and so we'd, uh, we would always look at cars and not you know, not wanting to buy, but we just talked about them because we love cars, you know, my dad and I. And I won't forget running through all these, you know, going through all these dealerships and, you know, just checking out cars just to be out there, man. And I guess uh, I won't forget that feeling. And, you know, I remember going on Sundays after church, we'd go to the city and have some dinner. And then after the dinner to walk it off, we'd walk to a car dealership. They were closed on Sunday at evenings. And we'd just walk around and get to know some of the product. And uh, I won't forget the first uh, experiences we had at car dealerships. And um, it's it's something I've never forgotten. You know what I mean? So, I, I uh, you know, something I always bring up when I talk to my guys here is 
to talk to my team is put yourself on that side of the desk. You know, don't forget what it was to make that big purchase and don't forget the feelings you feel and uh, how nerve wracking it can be and how, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, the difficult the choices you have to make. So going back to, you know, just having to build that relationship with the customers and, and make them feel comfortable. And then and, and hopefully that uh, we do a good job listening and doing, their, you know, doing our job right. Um, being going through a great process of transparency stuff, the customers decide um, and feel good about their choices. But anyhow, so yeah, I was I think I've been a car guy for most of my life, and so I moved down to Texas. I was like, man, you know what? I'll, I'll do this car business deal. Oh, see, right, right there. It's it it never. It, you, you're going to no. be an astronaut. I mean, if William Shatner could be an astronaut, <laughs> dude, you're going to be an astronaut. SpaceX is just down the road. You oh. can you played football. You could throw a rope. You're a manager. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be a space yeah, cowboy I'd, astronaut. I'd, I'd have to be open minded and, and uh, always try <laughs> new things. Honestly, I don't. I'm not, there's not much I'll shun away from. Um, but the more, the better. You know, I think the more skills we can learn uh, in our lives, the better we become. And you never know when you need that rope. And <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I bet. You know, <laughs> you have to learn how to rope. And we actually did one day uh, in, back in Mexico. We had a rope a calf, a calf that we couldn't catch. Nobody could catch. And I showed up and. Within five minutes, I had him around a tree. <laughs> oh, like, man. How the hell did you do that? And anyway, it was, it was kind of cool. Um, so, you know, getting into the car business at a young age, you know, um, I, I felt I found a love for it. And uh, to to be, you know, quite honest, uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to do this for now. I'm going to do this for now. And, um, you know, I did it for about a year and a half. I was doing well. And um, so I'll be, uh, at t- there was a point where I felt like, you know, uh, I don't want to be just a salesman, you know, I want yeah. to be more than just a sales consultant. I just want to be, I don't want to be the, you know, somebody thinks that you're just that salesman, you know, that just wants to take my money and sell me a car. So I started really, like I said, honing in on back in 01, 02, really building, like I said, those relationships with those customers. And, um, I won't forget that, that managerial uh, thing yeah. when your dad starts, so, ki- starts kicking. Uh, basically, you know, back then we didn't have CRM, you know, we had no, we had a, paper and pencils yeah, pay, and yeah. Rolodex and you know uh, so index cards index cards back in the day so yep. basically uh, when I, I decided this was going to be my profession um, I saw, I thought this is it this is going to be my profession it's what I'm going to do for, my, for a living so I said you know I reached back and I pulled back uh, you know all my purchase orders of all the customers I had sold and you know uh, I had have a good memory so I always remembered you know this customer was into the cowboys or mm-hmm. this cowboy was you know this this uh, customer was a, uh, a hunt into hunting and I you know I, I loved hunting in Washington State and here also so I have to hunt and fish all that good stuff but uh, anyways uh, calling these customers back and just kind of just staying in touch uh, I realized you know follow up is the most important thing and key um, so my you know, very first call I made customers like hey Ro, how you been my very first car I sold was a 2001 Ford. Uh, sorry, Ford. I work for it now. It was a Dodge Intrepid. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Dodge oh, yeah. Intrepid. Remember the Intrepids? Yeah, first, first, first car cab, sold. Yeah, cab Ford. I remember that. Yeah. So uh, I uh, called that customer and you know just say hi. Uh, here I am, and uh, you know this whole, uh, if you ever need anything in the car business, just don't forget who I am. And, oh yeah, bro, how you been? And we caught up, and uh, and then uh, he's like, well, you know, uh, I'm actually looking for a truck. <laughs> so uh, I was Excellent. actually you know looking for a, a new truck for myself. You know, you sold my daughter the Intrepid, but. I myself need a uh, little truck for myself. What do you got in, the, in the regular cabs? And back then we call we had that we called them the Texiokies. Yeah, uh, it was a Texahoma package. It was a V6 single cab and Texahoma. <laughs> so man, I was like, wow, you know, this is this is just uh, you know how easy this business could be is, and it, that's why I realized you know it's it really is a great business of um, you know getting to know your customers and it, it really is a people business. Period. Um, so end of the day, man, uh, you know, the cars and necessities and. We need them to get to work. We need them to get to, you know, get to school and get to the groceries. And That's our and home course, away from uh, home. Pull the and boats and wherever it is. So, yeah, it's something we're all going to need. Or regardless. power up the house during a polar <laughs> vortex. <laughs> and it can happen now. And I'll tell you that, Dad, uh, 
when the polar vortex hit, yeah, that you know it got cold in the house, and mm. uh, my dad, he's uh, in his eighties now. And he says, man, I need to warm up. And I said, you know, I've got these wonderful heated seats in the expedition. <laughs> and yeah. he, he's like, it's so cold. I can, I can, I don't even know if I can sleep. And then about five minutes later, just idling there, had the seat heater on. And uh, he was, I was like, dad, he's like, leave me alone. Man, um, we get that cold for like two weeks a year. You got to uh, use those heated seats when you can. The heated you know, steering wheel, if you have it. They, oh, yes. Man. I, I love it. You never I realize mean, how big of a deal that was. Dude, the it's heated awesome. Heated are nice and toasty on their hands. Ooh. Yeah, sometimes I, I don't, it, it's not on and I get mad. I'm like, did I turn that off? That's That kind of stays on. Yeah. And so, uh, I'm. So our two, three weeks of cold, of cold in the valley, we got to take advantage of those, you know, uh, oh, yeah. options we don't use all year. Oh, it's in the seventies. Oh no! What are we gonna do? Get my winter coat? <laughs> no, and but uh, so I, uh, when I decided this was gonna be my my career, uh, took it to the next level. Um, I decided I'm gonna earn my business to the customers, and I'm gonna you know be there for them uh, from day one, not just you know uh, sell you a car, see you see you later kind of deals. Um, yeah, I'm here. I'm here forever. I'm gonna be your I'm gonna be your friend. You know what I mean? And I've I've uh, done that, um, and then I got into finance at uh, a young age also because I was able to keep consistency in my sales and you know um i loved i felt the passion for the business like i said that i didn't think i'd be doing this today and i'm very thankful that you know i took it to the next level and i was i took it serious and um i started really studying the craft you know and uh so i started uh, doing finance at a young age also and i won't forget when i was a finance director at 24 years old and wow uh, i remember when a texans walk in uh, one gentleman and and uh, i won't forget i'm walking in I'm looking in my office, and he looks in there and pops, you know, pops his head around the corner. He says, "Hey, uh, I'm looking for the finance guy." I'm like, "Yeah, come on." He's like, "No, no, uh, I'm looking for your dad." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh no, that's me. Uh, oh, I'm no. the finance director. I'm Raul Gomez. Come on in." So we start talking, and uh, he's like, "Man, you're pretty young. You know what you're doing. You know, kind of a deal." So, oh yeah, um, I've been there. You know, I had no, uh, you know, facial hair, and I look like a, like a kid. So <laughs> I literally started growing a goatee, and then I then I wear a beard because uh, sometimes I still feel like I got that baby face, which I guess yeah. is a good thing. Uh, so yeah. I'll take it as a compliment, I guess. But at the same time, uh, yeah, no, I got in there at a young age, and you know, um, just like I said, fell in love with the business, and fell in love with the customers, fell in love with the, the process, and. Um, you know, uh, very demanding business, but, um, I've always told my guys, you got to find the balance, you know, find a way to balance, yeah, you know, business with family. So, um, you know, I got four beautiful kids and a, a, a wonderful wife. So try to find a way to get back to them as soon as I could, I can and enjoy them on my days and I can't, uh, my days off and all the good stuff. So you just got to find that balance of, uh, you know, doing our, our jobs and being there when it's, uh, necessary and also being able to be with your family. So, you gotta find it. You know what I mean? It's there. You just gotta, you know, everybody has the same twenty four hours. It's just what you do in those yeah. twenty four hours is the difference. So he's gotta make the the right choices, hopefully. And that's what I told my guys, you know, life's about choices. And so just hopefully make the right ones and that's pretty much it. And um every day at a time well, one day at a time. So I can talk all day, by the way. So can I. I'm I'm right, so. I I'll tell you this. Your passion, your passion for what you do is awesome. And I know the the folks out there listening uh, can hear your passion. Yeah. And this is uh, in the Mid Valley. If you're needing uh, the Blue Oval, you know, come to Payne Wells to go forward to see Mr. Raul Gomez. And now we're going to get to some. Now, now that we know the man, <laughs> we're going to know the machine. And that is, um, we got some new stuff. And one of the biggest things that is out right now is Ford Bronco. Yeah, Ford Bronco's gotten so much it's, excitement. And it's not just Bronco. There's some other stuff that's coming out with it. And um, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. And I'll just say the word Raptor. Oh, yeah, Raptor <laughs> Raptor Bronco, baby. But 
I have seen it. I've seen the interior of it. Haven't driven one yet, but you actually did a driving experience with Ford. Mm-hmm. So tell us about Bronco. This ain't you sent your daddy or granddaddy's Bronco. This no, is, no. is a whole far, new animal, um, and it's not just two door. It's four door. There's a two door and a four door op- optional, and uh, you know I did the. Uh, it's called the off rodeo. <laughs> you know, speaking of Bronco, and so it, they call it the off rodeo. You know, tour, and it's in uh, Marble Falls, Texas. Here, just. Uh, just west of, Te- of Austin, so we're yeah. lucky to have one in our backyard. There's only five nationally, you know, oh, five wow. in the nation, and we have one within five hours. So wow. um, when I found out it was an opportunity for dealers to go, you know, most dealerships might have sent one, one, two people. I sent four, you know, and I'm one of. I went with myself. You jumped, to, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm big on product and getting excited, and you know, talking about passion. You know, you have to have passion for what you do and what you sell. Uh, stand behind your product and uh, know that. Uh, you know the ins and outs of it so you know i sent uh three guys and and, uh, and myself and then uh so when i went it was awesome i mean uh we we got out there and I'd not what i expected uh it was a full day um so there's a bronco and a bronco sport the bronco sport's a smaller suv oh okay so something i didn't know is we actually drove the bronco sport also excuse me so i basically drove the bronco sport first okay and so we drove the bronco sport first and uh that little you know suv that people think is the little uh, SUV, like a girly kind of a uh, mm-hmm. vehicle, man. I, uh, I'm a, like I said, grew up on a farm. I've gotten many vehicles stuck, you know, yeah. and uh, not intentionally. I, you know, I like to cha- I like a challenge, um, and I really put these uh, Broncos to the test. For what I feel, and you know, even the guy was like, "Man, you've done this before." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I, I love." You know, so it wasn't so. it wasn't city driving. Oh, you're dude. you're so off road in a this, pasture. We're out in this ranch, yeah, okay. we're out in this ranch at Ford. Um, uh, pretty much leased uh, for the next, I think, five to ten years to just to you know check test, test these vehicles, and you can actually take your own Bronco when you purchase one. You can set up an appointment and set up a date, and uh, you can do a, a groups. Oh, it's like I'm a, thinking it's um, a proving ground, basically. Yep. So I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, with all the Bronco purchases that we've done here and uh, paying what's go forward, uh, I've actually got some uh, funds that I'm looking into using. Um, and I want to maybe uh, take a trip and, and pay for everybody's uh, entries to get it to this off rodeo to check, you know, test their own Broncos on us. Oh, um, like a voucher, yep. like a voucher system. So, um, and actually, a voucher, yes, but I also want to make it like to where we maybe you can create our own group and uh, have a Bronco. Um, yeah, the Jeep guys can't have all the fun. Yeah, Jeep guys dude, and gals. You gotta show yeah. them what's up. So, uh, <laughs> and I'll tell you what, you know, Jeep's a great product and, uh, you know, getting to know the Bronco and getting out there, uh, jumped on that Bronco sport. I, you know, went through ruts. I went to the river, um, did uh, some, uh, hill climbing on some granite, oh, uh, wow. a little track where you go like 35 miles per hour and it's like whoop de doos and hill in you know, a bunch of uh, turns. That little thing, um, was very surprising or well, opening. And then people like realize, oh my gosh, like, this is a home run. It's a, d- 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 not just, wow. a, you know, it's not something for a younger you know, person, this is a, yeah, it's not just body know. panel slapped on no, a truck dude, to make it amazing. New, yeah. And they're all, all wheel drive those little Bronco sports. So then we had some lunch and then we got into the Broncos, the Bronco, you know, it was like the bigger of you know, the mm-hmm. two. And, um, obviously before all this, he tested, uh, they showed us all about the, the Bronco and all the, um, options it has. Cause it has the, uh, what they call hero switches. Mm-hmm. So we have the locking differential front rear, you have a cornering, a cornering, uh, system, which, uh, when you get into a tight corner, you literally push the button, and one tire, uh, depending on which way you're turning, will stop, and another tire will come around. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's pretty neat. So uh, then uh, some come optional with the locking sway arm, sway bar. Okay. And it's you can unlock it with weight on the vehicle. So in some units, uh, vehicles, the, to have that option, you have to pretty much turn it on before you go into the, the ruts or mm-hmm. before you have to use it. You, have to, you, know, have, you can't have weight or stress mm-hmm. on it. On the Bronco, you can actually have it 
in the you know, so at one point I had two wheels <laughs> on the ground and two wheels in the air because like I said I opposing I, I, wheels yeah, yeah I was yeah. I was testing it teeter tottering so, yeah and I told uh, I told my guy that if you don't mind uh, we're on walkie talkies and I said hey uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go in with no four by four or sorry with the four you know automatic and just as I need the options I'm gonna use them mm-hmm. and he's like well you know what you're doing go ahead and do you know, do that so. What I did, you know, is I went into these ruts and uh, it would look pretty pretty fun. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to test this thing. So I went in with nothing. And as I needed something, man, I just got off the gas and just took off. So when I got uh, started, you know, getting to some, some good mud and I felt like there was a lot of spin uh, on the wheels, on the tires, I locked the differential and just took off like nothing, like butter, you know. So then I get to this point where my two wheels are on the ground and two wheels in the air. I mm. broke the, the differential in the front and that weight, that, that tire dropped on my driver's side and it lifted my driver's side. I let off the gas and away we went, just like nothing. So, uh, a very impressive. Uh, we did the, the same thing, the same courses on this Bronco. We had some rain, dang good rain. So, it was awesome. We went to this creek, um, and it was now had water. You drove through it. Drove oh, through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the Ford. The, it was amazing. Yeah, the Ford, the river with the Ford. Yeah. So it was awesome. So we went to the river. We did the, the granite, you know, hill uh, mm-hmm. climb. We did the track, the whoop de doos, and uh, this these things are just amazing. Um, Comparable to the competition, I think the biggest thing is independent suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's off-road capabilities are crazy, right? I was very amazed, and like I said, I, I'm an off-road guy and I love it. So I thought was I wanted more challenge. And you and you, <laughs> and you can pull a trailer. Oh yeah, with it. you can still pull. You what still, what kind of what kind of weight are we talking uh, about? On the uh, two point seven, you can still pull up to nine thousand pounds. Wow. Yeah, with the towing, uh, you know, option, which I think most of them are pretty much. Uh, uh, what do you call it? It's not even an option. It's most of them are. Um, uh, standard on the, okay. on the 2.7s um but so uh we did, did this did, did this track and i was just blown away i really was i mean um you know come back had a big old smile on my face and the, you know we're trying to get the, you know with the rain um i was seeing how muddy how dirty i can get my bronco and it, I, did a good, <laughs> I think it did a good job bragging rights yeah i did i did a good job i took it i took it to the house you know so it was a great experience i realized bronco was going to hit you know to hit another home run you know ford has just done great stuff with all the products and Bronco um, with independent suspension, I think, can do really well um, off road and on road. So you know, when you're driving through the cities and stuff like that, it's a smoother ride. It doesn't feel like a high hardcore heavy to do or off roading kind of vehicle. Mm-hmm. So it's comfortable. It's very comfortable. Um, we have two here in the, uh, to check out. You know, we have customers that are very interested in come and drive them. Can't sell them yet. They're, they're yeah. what we call you know loaner vehicles or um, you know for display only purposes. Yeah. So we got one in the showroom. I got one outside. I put some tires on it, some wheels, and uh, you know customers can come and check them out. One's a two point three uh, V six twin turbo, and sorry, two point three four cylinder, and the two point seven V six. Okay. So. You know, very, very capable vehicles and uh, very excited. Uh, they were the most talked about product um, when they were first announced that they're coming out. They were the most searched uh, word on Google for 2020. Um, so there's a lot of hype, you know, a lot of hype behind them. So, uh, yeah, I admit when I saw the prototype and it had, I think, a Super Duty grill or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, you know, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, and also. All of a sudden, yeah, something else came out. I went, "What's this?" And and so I <laughs> but, was, yeah. And, and so but. people felt that way. And then they're like, "Hey, where's the you know OJ Simpson Bronco? You know that white, you know that size." Oh yeah. But you know, once you 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 drive it and you get in it, it's got the space, and uh, people are very very surprised. And when you put them next to the uh, the, the ninety something Bronco, mm-hmm. um, the size difference isn't that bad. It's not that much different, honestly. And uh, of course, with all the new uh, technologies and the designing of vehicles, yeah, and the styling the is, is pretty nice. The styling is like the little Bronco from a, back in the day. Yeah, yeah so it's they, a, they went retro, uh, which when I saw it first in Anaheim back in uh, 
But I don't say back in 2019, I, went, I always go to the Ford meetings every year mm-hmm. to get to know the new product and, you know, go out there and talk to my, um, uh, you know, my Ford reps and, yeah. you know, stay in, in touch with all the Ford family. And uh, honestly, all my colleagues, you know, across the valley, um, you know, get to get to uh, know some people and get to catch up with some people. So I go to these meetings and when I first Bronco, when it first came out, I was like, whoa, like what I just witnessed kind of a deal. You know, they, they had them under some sheets and they un- unwrapped, you know, took down the yeah. sheets. I was like, okay. Like he just said, like nothing like I expected. Uh, so they had the two door and the four door and, and I'm like drooling and I'm like, wow. Now I explain. Let's fire like, this thing up and go. Yeah. yeah. I wish, uh, I wish you could have, you know, uh, so basically they took your phones away so it couldn't take no pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, so man. they take, you know, so it's very, uh, I'm very, it's an honor to be there in these meetings. And uh, so forward, they do a good job of keeping them hush hush. So, uh, no phone, so I'd be like, "Oh, you show me a picture." I'm like, uh, "Yeah, about that." You know, they take the phones away, so no pictures. Like, it's in my head, <laughs> so I remember even trying to draw it a little bit, and they're like, "What oh, is man. that?" I suck at drawing, so uh, it I didn't help. Uh, so long story short, man, I was you know very surprised at the Bronco, and then they also uh, yeah, I went to this meeting in uh, Dallas just a couple months ago for this year's uh, Ford meeting, and you know they uh, showed the the Raptor's already been out for for a while, and they showed a Raptor, and I was like, you know, we've seen them already online, and and then. Uh, He's like, you know, we decided why, why just one raptor? Why not start a family of raptors? And oh, you know, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, you're you're you no. Know, let me uh, introduce the uh, the Bronco new Bronco ra- raptor. raptor. So that Bronco Raptor came out, and everybody like you can hear like the the gasp, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, like yeah. you know, I'm talking about dealer principals, GMs, and a bunch of car guys, and the whole crowd was like, whoa, blown yeah, away. And the original Ford Raptor, it uh, that um, that was not a F one fifty. With just new body panels, that was a whole so you know yeah, off road. It was off road yeah. tech that they did, and it was a V eight first. Then it was mm-hmm. a twin turboed V six. Yep. So, what is the big difference besides a couple of fender flares? Maybe no. So it's a, the, the whole suspension, the travel in the suspension is amazing. To add, uh, so it's got different track track bars, I guess you can call it for, okay. for the travel. Um, the, the fenders are wider, um, mm-hmm. the distance. So if people always ask, why do you put those lights? And they think it's just for looks, the little lights in the fenders in the front and the back. Mm-hmm. So it's actually to make it keep it legal because it's that much wider. That's right. That's yeah. yeah so those, you have the three amber it. lights mm-hmm. that... in, the, in the middle, but then on the fenders in the front and the back, they have two, uh, four. Um, so they're actually to, you know, as you know, this truck's a little wider than usual. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a whole different animal. It's a different machine. Uh, the suspension's amazing. I've had, a. I've had a 17, 18, and I, I drive the new 2021 Raptor. Um, very impressive vehicles. Um, I love the ride. You know, uh, I live in uh, the Mission area, and there's a 495 and, and a Taylor and 495 and Sherry. Oh, yeah. uh, there's these little dips through there, mm-hmm. and I it's I, I always get a kick. I, I, I look for a green light. I Just come on, come on, goose green. it. And- yeah, I see at 45 miles per hour, every, you have to slow down literally to 5 to 10 mm-hmm. before you mess up. A, you know, you it's a pretty big bump. And uh, so I've, I've always imagined these customers, these people, I call everybody customers, uh, the people watching me drive through this intersection mm-hmm. and I'm driving 45, everybody's like literally stopping almost at this dip and I'm flying through there at 45 miles per hour and I'm, these people are watching through the intersection probably thinking, what was that? Mm-hmm. And uh, when we Going the speed limit. Going the speed limit. I'm going the speed limit. I'm legal. Uh, <laughs> I've already <laughs> thought about that. If I get pulled over, you know, so uh, cross my T's and dotted my eyes and not do anything wrong. I just happen to have a vehicle that's capable. That's right. <laughs> I'm going through this. Uh, you hear that mission P? Yeah, go be, yeah go easy on the easy. road. So, <laughs> so uh, my very first time, I'm gonna lie, I went to uh, bought one. Uh, it was my birthday. Went to dinner, and these Raptors, right? So one of my first Raptor, the first Raptor I purchased. Uh, I have uh, my twin boys in the back seat. We we were coming from uh, from dinner, and uh, it was already kind of you know late in the evening, and they're tired from school and all this good oh, stuff. Yeah. And so uh, so right on on Sherry and uh, Old Eighty Three, there's that train track. 
right oh, before the high school. Yep. So same thing, uh-uh. man. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna check, I'm gonna check this, you know, suspension out. So, uh, you know, I kept it at forty. I think it was a little bit, you know, about about speed limit. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's so, yeah, it's forty. It slows down during school hours. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's forty yeah, forty five. It, it, it was at night. So I'll, I'll I'm, check it out on I'm my way home. Through there. <laughs> Sorry, PD. So I'm driving through there and. Uh, I did. I just, no, anyway, so anyway, I drove, I drove through there and I looked back and like, oh no, my my twins uh, had lent. They were both asleep and they were leaning on the window. Oh no! And I was like, oh, here we go. I was like, uh, so I was already like too much. Uh, we call it inertia. I was going too fast. You're, well, no, I was going to stop. So well, like, you were committed. I, just, you're I was committed. committed to this. So uh, I looked back like, and at my head, I'm thinking, oh no, the twins' heads are going to be bouncing off this window. Mm-hmm. And man, long and behold, I jump. At, I mean, they didn't jump. Don't get me wrong. But it, it went up the uh, tra- rain track, you know, train tracks a little bit, and came back down, and it just mm-hmm. sunk to the ground and mm-hmm. just lifted very minimal. It was like, it just like, like you mean like it sucked it down and kept it there. It yeah, was that's so cool. It's like watching those. Well, like I said, it's that Baja exactly. technology and everything. That's and what I, it is. And I was about to say, uh, I'm curious about. I know there's this. Uh, there's a new Batman movie, mm-hmm. and yeah, and the thing is, if you watch the trailer, it's not. It's not the Michael Keaton Batmobile. It's not the Tumblr of Christian Bale. And it looks, you know, this thing comes out of, you know, it jumps out of flames. And I'm looking at it, and I'm going, that looks like an off-road truck chassis. And I was sitting there going, I wonder what, did they build this for the movie? Or is it they just, you know, put a body of something on there? So I'm curious to see (laughs) what it is. And if it's a Raptor, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. I believe it. you know, doing many things. So, um, uh, I've been very happy with, uh, with the, that product as far as when it came back. Um, so people will talk about, well, where's the V8, you know, but this 3.5 going back to 3.5 expedition, you drive 3.5 high, this, this one's a high output. So it's got oh, a little yeah. bit bigger turbo. Um, so this, this 3.5 twin turbo V6, more than enough power. Um, it turns the wheels easily. Um, you can, you know, it's, it's, it's done a really good job. It's got a lot better, you know, gas miles, because gas miles, better efficiency, uh, for emissions, uh, which is, uh, the, you know, sometimes very important, um, uh, for, for, uh, you know, for the world. <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's, it's a great engine. It's done a great job. And a Ford Raptor is like, to me, there's nothing else like it. And uh, some products out there, they're trying to, you know, uh, come out and do what Yeah, it's, it's turning into it's, a... It's getting yeah. good. It's going to be becoming a good race. And then uh, I know there's a new Raptor coming out that uh, it's not official, official, but uh, it's pretty much coming. It's called the Raptor R. So I'm looking into, Ooh. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a uh, Raptor with a 5.2 t- uh, supercharged V8. Oh. Oh, yeah. So imagine the GT500 uh, Mustang oh. yeah, engine in the Raptor. So yes. With the capabilities of what uh, the suspension it has and then... Uh, you know, with that pow- that much power, and it, it, I want to do the Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I'm yeah. telling you, it's yeah, just uh, oh yeah, it's gonna know. be rad. I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. So the uh, the Broncos come. It's it's already out, and, and uh, like I said, we have two here. If, uh, we have customers that want to come check them out. You're more welcome to come and and uh, check them out inside the showroom or one outside. Uh, the Bronco Sport just came out. Done really very very well. Can't keep you know can't keep them on the ground. Uh, we have the new, uh, you know, we talked about electric a little bit. As far as a hybrid, the new Lightning vehicle, the F-150. Oh, yeah, the Ford Lightning. Yeah, Ford I Lightning. mentioned that. Yeah, so that Ford, Ford Lightning uh, F-150, it'll be out in spring. You're more welcome to reserve one. Uh, right okay. now what we're doing is we're taking reservations, and, uh, you know, when you, it's time to order them, you built it to the color and options you want. Um, pretty uh, pretty amazed with this vehicle so far from what I've been hearing. When does uh, the first one land? Uh, we'll probably get one in spring, spring okay. of 2022. Okay. Um, you Not know, a Christmas surprise. I wish. Oh, man. So I got, but I got two, uh, actually three guys going to Austin this weekend to try it out. Uh, there's a uh, test drive 
um, for training in Austin on the 25th, and it's at uh, there's a one of the racetracks they have there in Austin. Oh, um, oh, oh! There's a uh, the the MotoGP the the motorbikes the superbikes they they race there. I believe. Well, I believe that's where we're gonna have it. So they're gonna be ho- uh, Ford's gonna be hosting this training there. Ooh. I'm sending three of my guys that are. You know, um, first of all, I want to, you know, that are, I want all my guys to know everything about every product. But these are the three I feel, um, you know, are really into the electric and they want to know, they, they feed for knowledge. So I'm going to have them go up there and get to know these vehicles, uh, get to feel the vehicle and then come back and talk about it. And The need a ride? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I get good mileage. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, they're going to be seeing it and touching it, feeling it, driving it on Monday of 25th oh, of October. Man. So next week they'll be up there in Austin checking hot. it out for the first time. Uh, pretty excited. Uh, Ford is also going to be uh, in uh, Austin this weekend. Um, with uh, They're going to do a, a show there. They're going to have it there so people can check it out. So, um, you know, going back to electric, I think uh, Ford is invested and many companies are investing billions of dollars yeah, they're, into electric. They're getting so, after it. Um, you know, it's a thing that we're all going to have to be uh, aware of, and it's coming. It's not. Uh, it's not something that's here for today and gone tomorrow. It's something that's going to be it's here for inevitable. a long time. Yeah, like the Mach E. Mach E is amazing. Uh, Mustang Mach E. We've had a, you know, uh, three or four, or five, I think, come through here, and uh, obviously sold already. We just uh, uh, signed up one that uh, was ordered, and uh, customer uh, waiting for the, the vehicle to show up to take delivery. Oh, She's yeah. uh, literally came in and did a paperwork because she's, uh, you know, uh, uh, going through. Uh, She'll be going through labor actually as we uh, around these days. So he said, "You know, we'll go ahead and sign up, and then uh, we'll take your vehicle to you and your, 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 your yeah to to your home." And we offer deliveries to everybody. So she uh, she went through the whole uh, e-commerce uh, experience, which is something we're pushing also. You you can go through the whole ex- purchasing experience online. So you can go to paywhatscoford dot com um, or ford dot com, and then pick us as your dealer. And, uh, you know, uh, basically it push, pushes the order to us. And then I'll, I got you. I got one of my, myself and one of my guys call you and go over and verify the options and push the order through to Ford. And then we try to do anything possible to expedite that uh, that purchase over here to us. Um, so that customer, she uh, she went through the whole process. And not only that, like I said, um, we offered a, you know, delivery. So she told her that when you're... When you, uh, you when the car shows up and you, we'll give you a call, we'll, we'll teach you your house, go over the walk around, all the options, and uh, we'll deliver to you, like I said, straight to you and, uh, and no hassle and, you know, uh, no expense. It's just something we do and uh, something we, we've been uh, offering for many, for, you know, all 2020 to this year now. And so anyhow, uh, so the Ford Mach-E, uh, the Ford Lightning, um, I got to see a, I had put it, it was an all-electric explorer 2023 oh wow and so they're getting them. yeah yeah again they took our phones away could i can yeah. I, it's in my head <laughs> and I, i'm not very good at drawing so i can't draw it but i can kind of tell you and i uh, i'm gonna sh- tell you i loved it um i'm a i was very amazed with it um i'm very excited about it when it comes out so that new explorer will also be optional in an all electric full electric three seater um, but we'll have looks, the Eddie Bauer edition. Remember that? Uh, that was a good edition. <laughs> I know. So that one will be available in 2023 and hopefully uh, maybe late next year uh, we start ordering them. Wow. So very excited about the electric vehicles, you know, um, yeah, um, building a house right now. And uh, I've got my garage set up on four electric vehicles already. Because oh, wow. I know, like I said, I'm I'm aware that it's going to be part of the future. So you got solar on the house? Not yet. No, Not yet. I haven't thought about it. I'm thinking about it. So um, I am going to, uh, you know, uh, keep learning more and, and as much as possible as far as electric vehicles and I ordered the Lightning myself to you know oh. I'm the type of, I'm a car guy you know I gotta try them out I got <laughs> I ordered the Bronco will be here next uh, hopefully in two weeks so I'm excited about that Bronco showing up too um, so I tr- I'm not just like somebody that I sell cars I love cars I I drive the cars I 
you know, and I, I talk with a passion about the business as far as customers and, and customer size, you know, taking care of the customer and the experience and stuff. But I talk with passion when I talk about cars, you know, uh, my Ford rep, uh, when they come down, they're like, man, if I'm going to buy a car, I'm going to come by from you. You get me all pumped up, you know, and I, I get, I get excited. excited. I get excited, you know, um, and like I said, it's something that it's in the blood and um, going back to having a passion for the business and loving what you do, you know. Uh, but so uh, again, you gotta love the product, and Ford's done yeah. a great, great job. And uh, I, can't, I can't wait for all the new uh, products coming out. Um, tell know, me about the, the tell me about the Mavericks. So we we got we gotta get to that. We Come already on. sold our first two Mavericks. Uh, they're pre-orders also, and okay. amazing. Uh, so one was a uh, Lariat FX4, mm. beautiful interior. Um, I mean, this little truck. Okay, it's so not. It's, it's a little not, truck. All yeah, right? it's it's so not a Ranger. It's this not is... a Ranger, but it's got the Ranger space in the cab. Okay, so it has the same exact cab of a Ranger. Um, but it is smaller in the front to back and it's shorter to the ground. So you can literally, I'm short, so I, I can literally reach and grab something from the back of the truck. And Ivan said this is a unibody construction. Unibody construction available with the 2.0 EcoBoost or a 1.5 hybrid engine. And a unibody means like the center cab is all one piece or how does this, what, so, what, what is uh, unibody? Most trucks are what they call cab on chassis. Yes. So you have the cab in the front uh, on top of the frame and then the, the rear bed also. Uh, another bolts piece on, yeah. bolts on to the frame. So this is the frame is the truck. The truck is the frame. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so there's no there's no bolt on anything. It's basically it's it's one, you know, like a SUV kind of. Yeah, a deal. it's one. So it's one unit. Yeah, it's one total unit. Yeah. So it's 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 there's no like there's no cab and then the bed and there's a line between. It's all one. Yeah. So, in aircraft, they call it I think a monocoque uh, construction. Very and cool. so no and the maverick trust me when people see it uh, once you start landing a little bit more and get more in product um you know ford went away with vehicle uh, sedans so the maverick yeah, that's, so listen that's this, this is the coolest thing it's a great vehicle uh, i got to drive it in dallas um and it's good i mean the starting price 99 dollars. you have a little truck bed you have a space with a ranger in the cab which is more than enough i know i'm short but i got in there i felt very comfortable um but the, the looks inside the quality the materials i'm a touchy feely kind of guy is the seating four to five people or five people five people five okay. people and uh on this uh test drive in dallas uh had some buddies there and they you know there are some good sized buddies so uh there's three in the back and uh the, the trainer in the front and another one driving and all five of them came out uh, looked like you know you, you kind of had the, the clown car. Yeah, clown car yeah, thing. I kind yeah, of thought, you know, kind of thought. But of they that. weren't but, they weren't but, uncomfortable. But they weren't uncomfortable. They came out and I was like, you guys started laughing and they're like, Raul, we all fit. And like it was and I go, yeah, we're you know in there, but mm-hmm. it wasn't tight. It wasn't as tight as we thought it was gonna be. We're like, wow, there came out like jaw dropped, you know. So this little truck, I think, is doing really well. Uh, most importantly, I think it's the uh, what they're trying to. Uh, get people engaged on is the customers or engage the customers are into outdoorsy going mm-hmm. to the beach, you know, and, um, you know, you have the truck bed, like I said, you have a full size uh, Ranger cab to say, so it's bigger than a, a fusion you know, cab mm-hmm. sedan, but you, you know, your truck bed, you can put a cover on it and you still have like a trunk, but uh, in the, the day it's also gas efficiency. So on the hybrid, you can get to the 35 to 40 miles per gallon on the 2.0. I want to say it's like 33, 34 wow. on a little truck. And you have all, you know, good capabilities as far as towing too. With the right towing package, you can tow 4,500 pounds. 4, Why don't they call it the Ranchero? That'd be awesome, man. It's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's like a wagon. Yeah, it's but awesome. And Maverick's not cool, too. And I love the movie, the Maverick uh, Maverick movie. So, I but, no, but anyhow, uh, yeah, Maverick was a car back in the day. Uh, so I kind of agree with you there. And uh, yeah, I think I, AMC. It was AMC Maverick. Back, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. I think it was back AMC. In the day, you're right, yeah. 
Um, but the Mavericks can do well. I'm really excited about that product that's already out and uh, you know launched. Uh, we have uh, more on the way, um, so stay tuned. Check our website when you have time. So they're up. both gone. Those two that were here. They're both. It, it, I was just over one here. One day here, one day gone. Ah, I was yeah. just over here with Mike Ridley, and he says, "Oh, they got Mavericks down there." I was like, "Oh, I want to go see one and uh, kind of get them while they're hot." So. <laughs> no, it's 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 been uh it's done uh, very well, and uh, a lot of they've found, you know a lot of demand right now for those vehicles. Uh, something we used to do really well here also when we saw a lot of is we. Uh, we're the biggest um, seller of Shelby vehicles here in South Texas. I was about to say Shelby, Shelby is, trucks. Uh, yeah, know, it's the a truck. Four by fours. We got the Shelby Raptor. I just ordered twelve more um, vehicles last uh, just yesterday. Yeah, those uh, things for are for twenty twenty two already. Uh, we still have eight more uh, Super Duties. What they call it, the Super Bajas. We sold four over the summer. We Super have eight Baja. More. Yeah, it's an F two fifty just came out. So imagine that Raptor. Baja, mm-hmm. but an F two fifty. We've already wow. sold four, but wow. you probably never saw them because they sold so fast too. That's that's the thing. Like literally, these things just show up and they're gone. So uh, we have four of them, five of them maybe running around the valley that we sold here, and then the twenty twenty twos. We got eight on order that could be here hopefully by the end of this year. Mm. Um, and then the F one fifties, four by four, super snakes. We've already sold six. Oh yeah, and we have another six seven coming. Mm. Uh, we got some, uh, you know, uh, coming from the same co- company. Uh, we have uh, other trims like FTX and the uh, Black Ops Edition coming also. Oh, we yeah, have about, cool. I think, six or seven of those. So, uh, you know, we have the Shelby Super uh, Super Snakes here available. We have two uh, four by four door. Four by, they're still four by four for performance, but they're four door and they're dropped. So they're actually lowered. And then we also have four single cab Shelby trucks coming. So you imagine a single cab with 775 horsepower. So I got four of those coming, and uh, oh, yeah. So we, we, I love cars. Uh, like I said, I go back to I have a passion for this, and you know we like to customize our vehicles here when we have a chance. Um, and then I, I'm big on just Shelby vehicles, man. The performance is amazing. And that's another thing um, when it comes to upgrading, or let's say um, you had some Mustangs in here a while back, and they they were I I call them sleepers mm-hmm. because yep. I walked in and you went, hey, open up the hood on that, and <laughs> It's it's I know people will buy from a dealership and then they'll go somewhere else and they want to put on aftermarket stuff. But you all actually do OEM or aftermarket approved by OEM. And that does not negate the warranty. Exactly. The warranty is still uh, exactly for so, corrosion mm-hmm. for uh, nothing's avoided. Uh, so anything that we've the, all the warranty, all the manufacturer warranty. Uh, goes with the vehicle when you purchase it and the supercharger. So we supercharge them. We use a Roush right. Stage 2 uh, supercharged. We do for performance uh, exhaust, for performance suspension. Uh, we do at times use for performance wheels and tires, uh, except, you know, the uh, Z-rated tires, the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm oh, like, yeah. so that thing about me, I like the good stuff. You know, yep. my, it doesn't cost trucks, that much uh, more to go first class. Uh, I, you know, uh, I only like the good stuff. I'm real high in quality, and I want to make sure my customers, my, my customers, always have a great experience. And uh, like I said, at no expense of nothing. I want so, them to have the best vehicle out there that there is. If it's going to be customized, I'm going to customize it with the best. So, uh, so these superchargers are here um, in our dealership. Yeah. There, you know, we add them to our these Mustangs. So it's a 5.0. I can do a base model. We can do one that's already a performance package and then mm-hmm. add the supercharger to it. Um, you know, so basically it's done here with a, a certified tech yep. that knows, you know, exactly what he's doing. And because of that, you drive off and then you still have your three-year 36, your five-year 60 powertrain on it. And, it, you know, it's supercharged. So like you said, you, you pull up to a stoplight and you look over and it's like, oh, it's another Mustang. And, you know, you take off like, whoa, what was that? You know, it's a sleeper for sure. And, and that's what got me. It's the fact of it's not just a plain Jane Mustang, but it's the fact of you're beefing up the motor. Are you doing uh, suspension work suspension. too? Oh, and the brakes. Exhaust, brakes. 
Um, so what I do with the brakes, I usually try to find a performance package that already has the Brembo brakes. Okay. So that's what I usually do. So what I try to do is I try to build vehicles um, that you don't have to add so much cost to mm-hmm. keep it in uh, a good range for my customers that our customers come in and purchase and not have to pay the extras. So I'm, I'm, I try to build, you know, um, as wise or as smart mm-hmm. as possible or, you know, try to be. Bang uh, for the buck. I, I think about my customers at all. I really do. I, you know, yeah, if I you were get, building a car, yeah, how would you build do a, it? That, exactly. That's why I put myself, you know, in the customer's shoes. So yeah. if I was going to buy this car, what would I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm real picky. So I like good stuff, like I said, but I also know, you know, what's probably <laughs> what's best as far as cost. If I needed a getaway car for a bank robbery. <laughs> no, that's no. I'm your man. Yeah. Oh, and, and you're, no. It's a steeper. No. Uh, <laughs> no, these cars. So we sold about, I don't know, quite a few of those Mustangs. It's something that when I came back, uh, I started uh, doing these about two years ago and done really well with these and uh customers are enjoying them so far um so we're having fun uh the customers enjoyed them like i said and they feel confident because it has the warranty um so you know it's it's something we've been doing uh called pain performance you know so with- yeah and that's and that's the thing I, I went over here you said hey you got to come see this uh red mustang i got and i i come over and, and it's I'm like where's the red mustang well we did it we that one sold we had to get it's a white one i'm like okay <laughs> but it's yeah. just, it was the same thing and it was awesome oh yeah, definitely so we did the uh we call it pain performance and we created a page so people can look and see our Shelby's online. Mm-hmm. So we have all these Shelby's when they're available. Right now they're literally flying off the shelves if we had shelves. <laughs> but uh, they're literally showing up and gone today, gone here today, gone tomorrow. And uh, so these other ones are customized by us. We can do one anytime you like. Mm. So if you're a consumer, you want a Mustang and you uh, you love the performance, but you know may not the high price tag, you yeah. can come in, pick a car, uh, we can order the car for you the way you want and then add the supercharger for you. Um, if you want to do suspension, we can do for performance. Um, like I said, uh, customized wheels, tires, oh, yeah. wings. We can add wings. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. That's the, yeah, the other stripes. We yeah, add some front stripes. valence, uh, too. I yeah, have fun, great. I love, like I said, it, uh, I have fun with, with, with the business I'm in. So uh, I'm always put, like I said, I'm having fun and always putting the customer's thoughts first, you know, as far as their needs and what I feel a customer would love, you know, like something fun. What about when the, I know, and coming in for service, uh, you've mentioned the mobile service program. Like when somebody right. needs their vehicle worked on, how does that work? So we have. Have a mobile service uh, unit now available. Uh, it should be out and running by uh, hopefully we're looking like the middle of November. Um, it's here already, but uh, we're you know going through the training through Ford to make sure it's re- that we're ready 100% for our consumer. Mm-hmm. So now what we have is customers can come in, or we can come to them. So if you're someone that, uh, you know, you can't find a way to get into the dealership, you know. Or if you, uh, you can't, you know, like it's a tough. tow truck, it, it's like the. No, you, we will, we'll come to you. It's a, it's a uh, one ton, you know, uh, dually van mm-hmm. uh, covered. And inside you have all the tools necessary to do uh, anything from oil changes to brake changes. You can do, uh, air, of course, air filters, oil mm-hmm. filters, the min- the minimum maintenances and brake brake changes. Uh, we can do tire, tire rotations. Um, you know, we can do recalls. We have a couple of recalls on there. Yeah, I was about so to say. So it's pretty neat. So uh, if you're a, somebody that's, you know, you're just tied up, you can't leave the office, you can't leave your house, we'll come into your driveway, make sure you find a, find a good spot that's, you know, uh, safe, and we'll do the work for you at your house or at your place of business. And uh, it's a great opportunity. Um, I was I jumped on board once I found out it was available uh, through Ford. And, you know, again, we go back to convenience, convenience, convenience. You know, what's, yeah, it's what's, like, the, like the Ford app. Like I had a recall yeah, on that. So yeah. if it's a recall on something you all do with a computer or something, it's just well, like. Well, that's know. the best thing about Ford. They had the Ford Pass rewards mm-hmm. program. So you every purchase of every vehicle um, on the, anything that's gas, you get $210 worth of credit, uh, what they call Ford Pass points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you buy a diesel engine, it's uh, $375 worth of, you know, diesel or Ford mm-hmm. points, which is, you know, like I said, it's, it's really, it's cash in your, mm-hmm. your phone. Uh, so you come in and you can use it anytime you need uh, any kind of maintenance. You want to buy some accessories. 
coming back to the dealership, you can buy all weather floor mats and using those points. So you, you have $210 just sitting there. And then w- awesome. when you come back to the dealership and purchase, you also get more points. And as you move up, you get more points. And then if you buy a vehicle again, the, 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 you know, you brand the, loyalty. The, yeah. Brand, yeah. So you, you might go from, uh, they actually now start doing levels where it's silver and gold and platinum. Ah, tier package. So yeah. Now it's tiers too. So um, all I'm saying is if you can't come to come into us, we'll go to you and then mobile service and use your four pass points. So it didn't cost you. Is that, That's awesome. So it, I think it's a great opportunity and it's a good option for all our customers. And, you know, uh, I told my guys, when you get out there, let's say, you know, Nat Hospital here downtown, here in Wesico, I say, if you go out there and you get to one cons- you know, customer that just needs an oil change, offer it to all the office and you let them know, hey, all office personnel, because it doesn't have to be a Ford. We, we can man- we can uh, do it on any brand. So we can take care of Chevys and the Rams and, mm-hmm. you know, imports and stuff. And, you know, we'll get the, the right equipment uh, tool or sorry, the right uh, parts and mm-hmm. do the oil changes on uh, on those vehicles for those customers. So in the, the day, we want to get out there in the community and uh, try to help out. And again, try to make uh, everybody's experience next level yeah. here at the dealership and outside the dealership. Um, so I think it's something we, uh, we're we all looking forward to and try and get out there as soon as possible. That's awesome. And is this going to be on uh, the website or has it its own website through Facebook, social media, the whole thing? We'll have a tab on our website for uh, paying what's go forward. And uh, you can go you know Facebook, you can go through our Facebook and see it and uh, click on it. And we'll start sending appointments. We have a, uh, a great uh, person there. Her name is Kim that she'll set up your appointments and get, you know, everything lined up. I have uh, another great gal, that uh, we hired just for mobile services. Uh, so she'll be our service advisor. Um, and that's kind of lean, uh, you know, uh, so I'm excited about having her on board and uh, our tech will be, you know, going, going through the training and yep. we, we're all ready and have everything uh, tightened up. Well, well it's going to be there. one truck, but man, is it going to yeah. probably expand to maybe you know, two? Uh, I can see this being, come, becoming two. Yeah. So definitely um, if we feel like the need is there and the customers see the uh, benefit of it always. Yeah. I mean, you have to invest back in your in your in the customers in the community and uh, create that experience and create the uh, efficiency or what do you call it the uh, um, uh, convenience. convenience. Yeah, it's, conven- it's well, it's convenience yeah. and efficiency. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I work, I work I work in a car dealership. My wife, yeah, four kids. She's running around. My little girl does dance. My boys were doing football. Are doing football. They're also part of a band. You know, so. It, Honestly, I work in a dealership, right? Mm-hmm. And then she ran over her miles for oil change. And I said, hey, babe, I got to take your truck. She's like, oh, you know, we have today. Give me tomorrow. And, you know, even even us that work yep. in a car dealership, I literally, you know, I couldn't bring it in because she always had something going on. And yep. I finally, I dared her or I uh, finally convinced myself to let her drive my Raptor for a day. And I took her truck and I brought it into work, work to the oil change. But she could be a perfect, you know, somebody like, you know, her that's, you're tied up. You're, you know, it's life. <laughs> life. Did is, you get the Raptor back, or I she got drive- the Raptor back? Okay, God, no scratches. <laughs> I got it like, back, nope. no scratches. And anyways, uh, you know, uh, so I brought the truck in, got it all changed, and took it back. But it's even for me that's working the dealership. It's an inconvenience sometimes to get to mm-hmm. us. So um, basically, uh, you know, uh, we go to you, and I think it's a great uh, convenient thing that's, that's awesome. coming out. So especially during the holidays, people mm-hmm. about to go out of town on a trip, and they, you know, they have the stigma of I don't want to be at a dealership and it's like hey uh have the oil change done here the tires rotated yeah check fluids definitely and while you're all packing in the house yeah, air pressure or anything just like you know we do oh. a full inspection to walk around and you're on your way um so you know we're really excited about that uh, that opportunity so uh that's something that's up and coming so keep your eyes out you might see that van drive around town here in Wesco. and honestly it's not just Wesco. you can go to mercedes we can go to harlingen we can go to mission as far as mission 
Uh, if you have to go real grande, we'll go real grande, real grande you know, for, for like a fleet. You know, it's a company that we can service about five or six or seven units. We'll do, we'll go as far as real grande to do that. So, and this picks up, I'll tell you what, real grande city might pick up their own yeah. deal too. That'd be great. Why not? Ford, know, Ford leading the way. Again, like I said, it's, it's, it's uh, something that we need to, you know, always have new things and uh, innovation, I guess, like things yeah, that we can do well, to make, make to stay on the leading edge. It yeah. is, it's, a, it's getting, getting, having a consumer experience again, go back to experience and go back to the, the convenience of a consumer. That's what Ford's, you know, trying to do. And, and here at Payne Auto, um, Payne was go forward. We try to follow, you know, we try to, you know, and not just follow, we try to take the lead and, and, uh, and, and go, go guns a blazing, man. We always try and do everything we can and whatever we feel is going to be best for our customers. It sounds like it. Yeah. One thing you mentioned was retail order and yeah. the availability and financing. What's, because I know in the state of everything of what's going on and, you know, it's like so many vehicles are on a train right. or they're, they're coming on a truck. So when somebody, and, and I, I mentioned this to, in our previous podcast, but also, but the retail order, it's like, they, yeah, so it's real neat uh, for right now, because of the lack of inventory mm-hmm. and honestly, some things happen in, um, you know, in industries and uh, kinda, it could be, it can be a little bit of a pause, but honestly, some things happen and it could be a blessing, you know? And so uh, what we found out is, you know, consumers can come in, we can order the vehicles for them the way you want, all the options, you, you know, the, exactly the car, mm-hmm. truck, SUV, whatever it is, and you want the color, you want this option, that option. We can build the truck just for you, the way you want it. Uh, we push the order through to Ford. Um, you sign a buyer's order, copy your license, you sign off, you're committed to this vehicle. When, when it shows up here in about two months, it could be a month and a half to two months, uh, car shows up, it's got a green sticker, it says special order on it, and your name's on it. Like you can literally, you know, uh, build and customize a vehicle of your from brand new from yeah, Ford. From what with, you, uh, like I said, uh, the only options you want, not the options you, you know, that uh, you have to because it's all we had. No, you yeah. can build it the way you want. And then it'll be here. And then going back, I would say, I always think of tu, lo que tu quieres. You know, you literally, right. the, like, you literally order lo que tu quieres regardless and get that vehicle here and uh, it'll be your vehicle. And uh, so it, right now, also what Ford is doing, Chris, is, uh, for example, F-150 right now has 0% 72 months. It's good right now through um, November 1st. 0% for 72 months. 0% for 72 months. But you don't order this truck, this truck won't be here for two months. Yeah. So what Ford does or did, if you order your truck here right now until mm-hmm. November 1st, you order it, you lock in the 0%. Yeah, you, it doesn't change. It doesn't change. So you can literally buy that truck today. 0% is not available in two months. You still lock it in for today's date. So you lock in the rate uh, 0% for same two months, even though the truck will show up or a vehicle or, uh, yeah, well, in this case, we're talking about F-150s. It won't show up till you know, December, let's say. So if you're looking to get that vehicle in by end of the year, um, you know, you got to order as soon as possible. Come on in to paint what's go forward. Uh, myself, uh, Red Salinas, uh, my inventory mm-hmm. manager, he's done a great job and his his head is spinning with all these orders. You know, I but, can only uh, imagine. He's he's done a great job of uh, you know getting it in front of my customers and our customers and uh, being able to get the orders the way they want and pushing them through to Ford and and keeping it organized and keeping the salesman in touch with the customers and then making them aware this mm-hmm. truck's coming. So just yesterday we have you know a uh, few truckloads coming down and uh, I'm not gonna lie, about seventy percent of them are probably vehicles already sold. Uh, ordered for a customer. So a lot of customers are already getting to see the benefit of this. Uh, and this started two months ago already, uh, maybe three months ago. So we've already sold at least 25, 30 of these units. Uh, cars, cars show up, call the customer, come in, pick it up, sign, and you're on your, you're on your way. Um, and it's a car you built, you know, the yeah. whole time. So it's kind of neat. So it's actually a cool experience, you know, and 
it's a different way of doing business, definitely, for sure. And I think it's somewhere we're going to be getting to and we're going to be going. But uh, this disruptance we had in our industry actually made it happen faster. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it, it's a blessing in disguise. You know, I think uh, <laughs> necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, it's a lot of good opportunities out there. Um, again, and Ford's trying to make anything possible. Uh, they're trying to do. Uh, I was thinking of consumer again um, uh, experience and uh, what's most efficient. So buying online again, you go online and literally go through the whole process online without having to step a foot in the dealership. Just make sure you pick uh, paying West Coast Ford as your your dealer of choice, and we'll make sure the order goes through and ordered the way you want it. We'll go over everything over the phone and uh, push it through. And honestly, you can even do the financing on over the online or come in. We'll help you out and set it up for you and. We can deliver the car to you. We, you know, there's so many opportunities out there. So whatever we have to do to help customers get into the vehicles of their of their wants or needs or um, of their dreams, you know, that's, 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 what, that's what we're trying to do. So um, if anything, um, I think, as like I said, it's opening our eyes to new possibilities and good possibilities and things that I think, uh, well, consumers are going to be enlightened with. And I think they're going to actually uh, find out that this is kind of cool. <laughs> you know, I get to build my own truck or car and, and it pops up and here you go. It shows up and, and one day and you sign and this is something that you can say I built, you know, it's kind of cool. So uh, it's I think it's a great experience. Well, with you as a captain of the ship of the SS Blue Oval here at the yeah. Auto Mall, I'll tell you what, it uh, I'm excited. No, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm excited you know, for a lot of things here at Payne Wesco Ford and you know, like I said, I have a, have a great staff. Uh, you know, uh, like you mentioned, we have a great environment. Uh, we have a good culture, and I think culture is important. Uh, you know, we do care about our customers. We do, you know, uh, we try to go bend backwards where we have to do to help out. Um, you know, we're we're pretty simple as far as what to deal with. And if you ever have anything, if you have any questions, you have any concerns, you need some advice, we're all here to help. And if you want to talk to me personally, you come on in or you give you a good, you know, call a dealership. And that's what I would go miss. Go and, online, uh, yeah, Facebook, yeah. the whole nine yards. We're all here to help, man, honestly. And yeah, at the end of the day, again, it's a people business. It's not a car business. So I believe that 100%. Um, so, um, you know, I was telling my guys, treat them like it was your sister, your brother, your mm. mom, your dad. And it'll change the way you do business. Trust me. Indeed. You know? Indeed. Yeah. So that's a, that's our mindset around here. We try to, you know, instill that in every every transaction, which is to us is not a transactional. It's trans- right. transitional, mm-hmm. uh, which means there's, you know, feelings and people involved and, and empathy. And, you know, we, we try to create a new way by, like I said, the, not even a new way, but the way it should be done. Yeah. How about that? This is the way it should yeah. be done. So. The golden rule. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I think if we do it right, you know, and, Paying out a group—that's what it stands for. You know, when you talk to ownership, you know, the, you know, all the guys are great. You know, and uh, you going back to you, you have to be proud of where you work, and um, you you get to see Bud walk around the showroom and he's talking yeah. to all my customers, and I love it. He's yeah. saying hi, and you know, and uh, he sits down, and has lunch with us on Saturdays, and uh, you know, Austin's always here and involved. Mark is always running around and you know being involved in everything, and um, and you know, they're they're hardworking. Um, men and they care they really do care i mean they, they, they you, you can see it when they talk about our community they you can see it when we talk about in our meetings and of uh, things we want to do and get involved in and anything that we can we try to do as much as possible to get involved and give back to the community that gives so much to us uh, but the pain out group like i said uh you know uh, you had to be proud to work here you know there's no you just it's just a it's a feeling that you know this is a good place and you know they're the right people so it's something that means a lot to me so uh, you know, being here at Payne Auto Group again, it's, it's been a, a huge blessing and uh, for me and my family and all the guys around me. So, um, you know, uh, just can't say, you know, how proud I am enough of, of you know, being here and of, of my team. 
Um, so again, uh, having fun the way it's supposed to be done. <laughs> I love the That's business. Right. I, you know, I have fun and I, I do, uh, like I said, I, I have a, I have a passion for this and yes, sir. Indeed. Uh, I, I feel the ownership does too. You know, I, know, I really I can, do. It's, it's, they do. It's not just pride. It, I can feel it sitting not, across the table you know, from you, man. It's not too, you know, we talk to, to my, to the to ownership. It's not, it's not just the business, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a passion. It really is for everything they do. And everything uh every community we're in uh we always you know do anything possible to, to give back and do anything possible to be part of you know so yes sir you always got to get back to those who give you know so um it is what it is uh we're very excited very happy um like i said uh ford has done a lot of good things and like i said if you ever need anything you can be, I'm, I'm, I'm honest I'm, there you I, go i tell my guys uh my customers and i tell them all if you're if you need advice you don't know what to do call me i'm here you know it's really it's I'm easy to talk to you. So, well, yeah. to our listeners out there, if thou hath not a Ford, come see Raul and crew <laughs> and get one. Let's talk about music. Um, I'm, I'm a musician, and part of the deal here with the uh, Paint Auto Talk is uh, music, of course, is a passion of mine, and uh, it is the universal language. Well, they say love is a universal language, <laughs> but music is definitely tied into that. Uh, what's some of your favorite music? Man, uh, you look through my iPhone, you're going to find everything and anything and everything. Um, I love I love music. Period. Um, I love um, okay. so my first love. I would have to start with that was country music. Uh, my first artist, I, you know, I, I really uh, probably uh, fell in love with the music first was Garth Brooks back in, wow. you know, back in the day, and um, you know, still to today, my favorite song has to be the dance. You know what it stands for, and oh, yeah. it's something I always kind of remind you of. You know, you know, make sure you take those chances every single day, and and then uh, to me, it's also talking about you know no regrets. You know. Yeah. And uh, don't be scared to take that dance, you know. And, and life is a dance, period. And that, to oh, me, yeah. that song is about, you know, life's a dance. And but you gotta, you can't be scared to take it. You know what I mean? You gotta go mm-hmm. out there and, and, and uh, that's my interpretation. But uh, country music, rock. I listen to rap, hip hop. I listen to ranchero from Monterrey, Nuevo León. I, so I can yep. dance. I can dance. I mean, cumbia and some apango. So <laughs> uh, you know, I love uh, the Norteño music and Ramon Ayala's uh, to all the new stuff. You know. Um, uh, you know, went to the Kiss concert. I love yeah. you know, that rock. I love eighties. You know, know, I think I was born a decade too late. Uh, I, I I know I have a passion for eighties. I know what you music mean. too. And you know, you walk in my office, I'm listening to some Def Leppard and you know that uh, uh, Pandora Channel. Uh, I love the eighties ballads and stuff like that, and some old Metallica, the old stuff. And yeah, the, uh, the Cliff Burton era. Yeah, yeah you know. I hear you. Um, so I think country would have to be my first love of music, honestly. But uh, all music, you know, Chris Stapleton's another one I listen to when I chill out and have a good whiskey and you know and and uh you know chris stapleton and i always tell everybody i know i told you the story but chris stapleton he was a backup singer in a song for luke bryan oh so, okay i don't know if you knew that so there's no, a I song it's no, no. called uh, have a beer okay so something i always tell people chris so chris stapleton before he was chris stapleton i won't forget this i have recorded still on my on my uh, dvr so it's a it was a cmt or amc or you know yeah gac uh, or whatever you know, it is yeah. so no it was one of those it was one of those award shows and it was live and so Luke Bryan is, is the songs about uh, it's uh, so he lost his t- brother and his sister to a car accident, and this song was written in their behalf. And you know, sit at the end of the pier and have a beer. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. So at the so in the background in the dark shadow, you see the silhouette. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, I love music. I do. I love like acoustics. I love listening to the musicianship, the sounds, the, the voices. And I love it. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and this. You know, but Luke Bryan's doing his thing, but mm-hmm. the backup voice, the second voice, mm-hmm. was Chris Stapleton before oh, he, he was Chris Stapleton. Oh, so I was like, "Who's that guy?" You know, of course we know Luke Bryan, but look in the back, like, "Who's that guy?" Mm-hmm. Oh my God, listen to that voice! 
And he did this. Look it up if you can. Go to I YouTube. will. Dude, I will. And he just does this, this voice and just next level pitch. And the way he sings it, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, that, that passion. And it's like, man, that guy has it. That, that guy is something. And sure enough, two years later, he's winning all the awards, you know, at the same show. Oh, um, maybe three years later. So anyhow, Chris Stapleton music, um, Metallica, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, yeah. Me. So Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, Robert Adretti, my first man- sales manager, got me uh, a little hooked on that. So yep. I love to listen to the acoustics, uh, even uh, like even uh, Esteban. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll listen to Coltrane. It just it depends what wow. mood I'm in. Honestly, I, when I drive home, you know, uh, I drive about half hour to work every day and it just depends what kind of mood I want to be in. <laughs> I was I was listening to Billy Idol on my way in. So <laughs> No, so I just kind of put in and zone out, man. I love music. I, t- I turn up the jams and I'm listening to whatever I feel like I, I, I'm the kind of mood I'm in, I guess. And uh, But, uh, you know, uh, I, I love I love music. I do. And there's, there's nothing that I won't try listening to. Bocelli. I have Bocelli on there, you know. And, oh, yeah. yeah uh, so I have all kinds of stuff on there. I'm yeah, I was, yeah, I was listening to, a, what is it, uh, Adagio for Strings. And uh, for those of you, if you ever saw the 1986 movie uh, Platoon, directed by uh, Oliver Stone, that was the main uh, theme of oh, the man. of the movie, and it's it's a it's a pretty moving piece. Yeah, I listen to it. like I said, Firehouse. Uh, Firehouse. Dude. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I mean, I can go through my. If you go if you go through my phone, you will, it'll take you a while. <laughs> I remember back in the day, uh, the the early days of the internet. Uh, buddy of mine, he was he, he was a fellow musician, uh, Kurt Jones, and he. Um, he, they, they fired up their computers back in the day of AOL. People talking to them on AOL, yeah. Instant Messenger. And there was a music channel they had, and it was 80s, and it was called AquaNet. <laughs> and I was, I've was i never forgotten that. And uh, for those of you out there, if your mom's ever used AquaNet, yeah. uh, mine... Mine definitely did. What's that? What's that line from the movie Steel Magnolias where uh, she goes, uh, "How do you want her hair done? Just tease it, make it look like a brown football helmet." And that's <laughs> and that's that Aquanet just. Uh, Julia Roberts in that movie, right? Yes. A, yeah. Tolly yeah. Parton. Was she yeah. In that? Mm-hmm. Right? yeah. Yeah. Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. Oh man. That was a good movie. We're dating ourselves. Did you cry? You cried. Didn't of you? course oh, I did. I'm a human. <laughs> I'm a dude. Uh, no. Yeah. So go back to music. Yeah. Uh, getting uh, my go-to go-to, King George. You know, oh yeah, King George, uh, George Strait. You know, I've seen. You know, I've listened to all his music since a kid. Uh, a lot of them. Um, you and know, he's still uh, doing it. Yeah, uh, I went to Vegas a few years ago. Took my parents. Oh. My parents are big fans and had never been. So I took them to Vegas uh, when he had a not a residency, but he would go to the uh, at least twice or three times a year. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, T-Mobile Arena and uh, had a great experience there. With, and he's just great, great. I mean, just I think he's just a real humble person, team roper himself. And um, but anyways, right. I think he's just uh, you know from Texas, always stayed simple, but he's just music. You know what I mean? Nothing crazy, nothing fancy. Just like the movie Pure Country. I've seen yeah. that movie like 50 times probably every time. I, you like time him, I, don't you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so my dad and I have seen that movie so many times. I'm funny. So I took him and it was a great uh, moment for them to be there. And uh, But George Strait, man, uh, you know, uh, all this old stuff to new stuff is all great. So if I can I, talk all day, brother. I, I, I can talk oh, all day. Me too, man. I mean, I've met my match. Uh, if I was to play a song for you, what would you like to hear? It had to be, uh, again, The Dance, man. The Dance the by dance. Garth Brooks. That's, that's a that's a dance. I mean, The Dance is just something that, that song that comes on and it gives me the, the goosebumps and like no matter what I'm doing or where I'm at I, I stop and I, I pay attention again to the music even though I know the song I'll still stop and listen to it it's just that song that stick, sticks with me I guess you know since I, I was a kid you. so I guess it had to be the dance you know yeah, that, that's that, that song and um Simple Kind of Man is another good song I like. Um, from It was actually, uh, well, Shine Down sings it. I like the version. Oh, you're talking about yeah. uh, Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner's original. Yeah. yeah, so that's another good song I like, too, that I've always jammed out to from time mm-hmm. to time. And 
Uh, but, I played uh, that one live. That's, that one's fun. I tell you what, it, I tell you what, the the uh, redneck and everybody comes out like play that Superman <laughs> song, son. I'm like, all right, well, here we cool go. Song too, talking about just you know, uh, you know, my mama told me when you were young, you know, mm-hmm. it's basically talking about just you know, um, stay humble, stay true, yeah. true to yourself. And uh, I think I, like, when I listen to music, I don't just listen to music. I listen, I really truly listen yeah, the to words, the words, and it, it hits you different ways. Yeah, know? I just so. recorded uh, that song for. Uh, Mike Uribe and uh, for coach over here. And I, you know, I grew up, you know, and graduated high school in the mid nineties and, you know, the grunge thing started when I was a freshman yeah, and Washington a, state, Seattle. I, I know. And yeah, I've been to SeaTac. I didn't get I, the one thing I regret was not going to Hendrix's grave. And I know where you're going. And, and the thing is, it's like Probably. of all the four big bands that came out, mm-hmm. it's like Eddie Vedder is the last one standing. We lost Cobain. Then of course, Lane Staley, that was a real heartbreaker for mm-hmm. me. And then recently uh, was it Chris Cornell. And I remember right. the first, when I first heard Soundgarden, I was like, this is like, I love Soundgarden. What, what Soundgarden did in the nineties, is like what Sabbath did in the seventies. Yep. And, and I told it to some people and they said, well, it's not, it's not the same vein. I said, no, it's what they did, even though they came out of, you know, the, yeah. the grunge scene, but I yeah. still, I, I jam out to Bro jam. Uh, I, um, I listened to yellow lead better. What's one of the yeah. jams, you know, the acoustic part in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, just, I just, you got that one. You got turned up. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Like in my, in my office, I, I, it comes on. I turn it up. You got yeah. one, of those, one of those songs, you know, in, high, yeah. in high school, I just didn't, like Pearl Jam wasn't one of the bands I wasn't, you know, I was yeah. listening to. And there was a couple of, of my classmates, my female classmates go, could you play this Pearl Jam song? And I'm like, <laughs> I really don't listen to it. And my buddies are sitting there smacking me like, dude, what is your problem? You're, you're, the audience is listening. Yeah. But, uh, well, but I am, me, music, I am glad. I, can, I love music. Uh, all so, kinds. So yeah. No. Well, 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 it's cool. We'll go ahead and we'll get that out for you right now. Okay, Raul, here's our tribute to Mr. Garth Brooks, who owns the rights to this beautiful song. Looking back On the memory of The dance we shared Beneath the stars above For a moment All the world was right How could I have known That you'd ever say goodbye And now I'm glad I didn't know The way it all would end The way it all would go Our lives are better left to chance I could have missed the pain But I'd have to miss the dance Holding you I held everything For a moment Wasn't I the king If I'd only known How the king would fall Hey, who's to say You know I might have changed it all And now 
I'm glad I didn't know the way it all would end, the way it all would go. Our lives are better left to chance. I could have missed the pain, but I'd have to miss the Our lives are better left to chance. Oh, I could have missed the pain, but I'd have to miss the dance. All right, once again, ladies and gentlemen, this brings us up to the end of Payne Auto Talk with Mr. Raul Gomez, General Manager of Payne, Westlaco Ford, everything of the Blue Oval in the Mid-Valley, and a whole lot more. Raul, thank you very much yeah, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It was a good time. And uh, again, guys, uh, all of you listening, if you know, you know, know, if you ever need anything in the, in the, in, for Ford or anything in the car business, uh, I mean, come out, come out and see me. Call me. Um, reach out to me any way you can. Send crows if you have to. Uh, I'll be <laughs> Send at Payne. An owl. <laughs> I'll be at Payne West Go Forward. Uh, easy to talk to. And again, uh, doing this for a long time and uh, have a passion for the business and um, here to help any way you can, any way possible. If you're gonna buy a Ford, you, you come see me and I'll, I'll make sure if you want to deal with me personally, you're more than welcome. I'll make the time too. So uh, again, thanks for having me and uh, sorry I talk so much, but uh, I don't know again, it. I think it's just a matter of having that passion for what I do. Uh, I believe it. And uh, you will believe it, too. I'm sitting across from him. And ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what, come see Raul and crew. And I believe and I know that you'll be treated right from everything from sales service and everything else in between. We're all human beings. And it's awesome here at Payne Westlaco Ford, a part of the Payne Auto Group family at the Payne Auto Mall. Brought to you by PayneAutoGroup.com because we have what you want. Lo que tu quieres. Regardless. And we are gone. Thank you very much, Raul. Thank you. We appreciate it. And we are out. 